Yo, man, give me some of that old gangster shit, you know what I'm saying? Some shit I can just kick back. Some fat ass junk, too. Put your hand over your heart and in a loud, clear voice, play along with us. Smoke weed every day. Oh, yeah. Get the shit popping. Let's try some one, two, two. Yo, just sit on camera for a second. Hmm? Oh. Craziness. Huh? See this video? Can you see this video right here? Instagram is the new, it's a new advertising tool, man. You know what? I would just say, um, what happened? We're still waiting for a crowd, man. Hey! Oh, I didn't even start the live. Hey! That nigga's doing his damn thing. We are number 39. It's the world's most smoked out podcast. We love hip hop. Um, I'm your host with the most toast, Friday Ricky Dread, aka the Blunt Master, aka Team Backwards. Um, or maybe not until y'all give me the fucking bag. Um, aka Stash Cream, aka I've run out of AKAs. Enter the right of me. Well, it's me, Mr. SSC underscore Hayhurts underscore PK on Instagram because that's who I am. Yeah. AKA Pop Friday's bubble because <laughs> Friday can't roll no blunts without killing them. Oh, uh. so. Want to blame other people for his fuck-ups. Watch retract. last week's episode and you'll see what I'm talking about. Let me retract my Friday arm. killing blunts and shit. And that's what Friday should be calling <laughs> himself, a.k.a. the blunt killer. The blunt you know killer. what I'm saying? And yeah, it's me, Smokey the Bear, a.k.a. Paul Bunyan, because nobody chops more trees than Paul Bunyan. Hold on, I, I got some more. Hold on, hold on. Where's my sounds? No sounds? Yo, my sounds are acting fondue today. Anyhow... Um, we are back. It is a Wednesday night, and uh, we are in our very disorganized madness and or, or organized confusion. Is that is, is that, that a group check? The O R you like it so far? No, no, that's um <laughs> organized rhyme. Oh, organized okay. rhyme. Hey, I thought so. Whatever. Take um, it back. back for those guys. That was fucking Pharrell Munch and them um, yeah, yeah, motherfuckers yeah. there. I'm gonna forget the name. So now all you guys made it in. <laughs> Now you can leave <laughs> from the video. I know that's from the video. Shit, I haven't seen that video in ages. They, 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 oh, they did it again. No way. Yeah. Oh, this oh, is crazy. Yeah. We gotta bring that up. Well, we'll, 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 be, getting, we'll be getting to a bunch of things. Yeah, I think it was in three, four. 
That's crazy. But uh, it is a Wednesday night as usual, and for the people who are going to be listening on SoundCloud, watching on YouTube and all the different places, it will be a Thursday for you. Um, so the regular things are going on. I want to shout out to all the sponsors. Shout out to the Borough Heads. Shout out to Hip Hop Canada. Shout out to Drugs. You know what I'm saying? I'm what, rocking what? the Baby Blue Cannabis Sleep Correct shirt this hey. week from the sponsor. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cannabis Sleep Correct. You know yes. what I'm saying? Yeah, I landed yeah. that word this time. Last week I did. <laughs> <laughs> Let's give him a clap, people. It took me about five tries to land that word last week. I was like, I think my, my dyslexia kicked in. But um, this week, I'm all good. Um... True, true, true. Who else is sponsors? Uh, Six Socks. Six Socks, you know what I mean? Six Toronto Socks, Toronto Organics. Toronto Organics. And, you know, all the people that just, you know, been supporting Spoiled us. Spoiled Smokers Collective. The Spoiled Blood Clot Smoker, them. You know, it's a good thing, you know what I'm saying? Beast Smoke. Yeah, oh, Beast Mode coming up November 11th. No smoke breaks. No smoke breaks. But that's Make a lie. Make sure that you are there. <laughs> that is at 158 or 156. The Alaska. boat, isn't it? The boat called it's the boat. Google that shit. It's called the boat. It's it's, it's, it's in Toronto. From the other spot. Yeah, the up the upstairs. Yeah, spot. what was that place called? I don't even remember. I smoked a lot of fucking weed. I'm not sure. <laughs> well, <clears throat> before we get to anything and um, and the things that we're going to be doing today, what I would like to know is, uh, and, and uh, what's up, what's up, Smokey? Well, thank you, but I'm not smoky, but you know, I'll take the compliment. But yeah, so today, I just got some some of the leftovers from last week. I got some keef. I brought some uh, some um, pink candy wax. Jesus. Then we have uh, some fruity pebbles. Ooh. And then we have the alien sour apple. And then we have the scissor from last week also. And then we have both of the Wounded Warriors. Wounded Warrior number two and Wounded Warrior number four. Number four. And yeah, the, the jar is getting empty. Jesus Christ. Shout out to Toronto Organics, keeping us very organic with the, the, the buttage right here, yo. Yeah. I, I, I can say that that, that organic should be That's the us lit. Pink, pink candy wax. Ooh. Are we doing a dab? Yeah, we're gonna do a dab. I got some some rosin I made at home, but it's not camera worthy for today. Let's do a little dab before we even get started. We got our our, our silent co-host, <laughs> R2, R2 D2, D2, ready to go. R2 I'm not D2. a big dabber, so let's do this. Real gangsters moving silent. Shout out to R2 D2. R2 D2. Hey, yeah, nigga, hurt going in. Shit. Hurt on the turp. Not bad. Jeez. For the people who are listening on iTunes, very something smooth. Like that, they're like, what's going on? It's very smooth. <laughs> they're just hearing Freddy. bubbles. <laughs> Freddie, you want to dab? Because there's, there's a lot of loyal listeners, you know what I mean? All they're hearing is bubbles and fucking me coughing soon. Now this one is actually pretty. This is pretty smooth. Yeah, yeah. yeah this is this is pretty live. So I'll take my headphones off and give it. Try a thing. So I don't need to tell you what to do. You know what to do. Oh shit! Still smoking a bit. 
Just be careful, you know, you don't want to drop the rig and don't burn your finger. Bring that like a little bit closer. Make sure. Remember, that's hot. That's Active. hot, bye. Gonna, oh shit. They still sit. I didn't even know you guys were still here. My bad. Do your dab. Oh yeah, Friday. Smooth, no? Nice flavor. Yo, I haven't dabbed in mad long, fam. That's rosin. That's clean, that's healthy. Man, they're dabbing like champs over here, fam. Yo, clear it, man. Come on, clear it out. It is pretty smooth, though. It's not a, a chest kicker. Yeah, because there's no butane or nothing in it. No solvent. Solventless, brother. <laughs> Heat and diamonds. It's like a diamond, you know? Holy. It's like a diamond. It's still making me fucking sweat like a runaway slave, though. Jesus yeah, Christ. I don't know if these guys, just go, the guests may want to try a dab later. We'll oh. see. <laughs> Woo. I don't know if our guests are smoking. I don't, he does. Ah, hey. Whoa, blunt man, though. Yeah, hey, 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 hey. Hey, 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 blunts are a specialty here. Don't don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. I was going to say Team Backwood, but... We need that bag, yo. Send a fucking bag. So, yo, you know what? Since you do smoke... Okay, my approach is You can choose the first blunt we roll out of these dags right here. Backwoods, like, really, what does it take, Backwoods? What do we have to do? All organically grown. What do we have to do that's non-Illuminati? To get um to get a a lifetime Open it up, smell, look at it, squish it, do your thing, you know. And yeah, I'm giving you this look, look like as I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, ex exactly. I understand. But yeah. Oh, okay. So let's get to a couple of topics before we get to our guest because I, I, I want to make sure that we uh we highlight a few things and shout out to to Nemesis. That was the track that I was playing earlier. You know what I mean? When I'm gone. That shit is. I can't sing so. Fire. Mm -hmm. there, there's a couple of things um. Yo, uh, can you guys hold it down there in the in the in the in the, 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 the bleedings, the bleed nose, bleed seats? In the gallery. <laughs> in the green room. In the green room. That's so, what you want to smoke? Which is the fruity pebbles. Our, our one of our guests has made the choice of what they're gonna, what they're going to be smoking during the episode. Um, there's a couple of things I want to bring up before we get to um to our interview here. Um, I put up something on my Instagram this weekend that has caused a little bit of controversy. And oh, I don't know boy, why. Here it is. What did you do this week, Friday? <laughs> this week in Instagram news. Um, Kim Kardashian. Okay. Because, <laughs> you know, we love hip-hop, so we got to bring up the most hip-hop of hip-hop people. <laughs> oh, the succubus of hip-hop. <laughs> she sucks the energy out of hip-hop. She's the succubus of hip-hop. gets likes and fucking comments. So what I did is I transferred some of that succubus energy over to my Instagram page. And I posted her as Aaliyah. Apparently, she had two other costumes. A Madonna costume, and I don't know what the other costume Did you see these costumes? Or you only seen the Aaliyah costume? I only seen the Aaliyah costume, but on my gram, people were like, what about the Madonna one? That one was dope, too. Yeah, well, okay, so Kim Kardashian, she's not black, right? We know this, right? She's no, not she's, black. she's an Armenian. She's not black though. No, she's Armenian. Okay, so it was it like blackface for her to dress up like a? No, no, she's she's know? tanned as a motherfucker. I'm just asking. You know, I'm just being an <laughs> asshole and asking. That. You know what I'm saying? Was it blackface? Is it new age blackface? No, 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 no. But there was some people in the comments like, "Yo, um, uh, good thing she didn't do blackface." So imagine, <laughs> that. Woo. she she dodged that bullet right. She should have dressed up like Beyonce. 
Listen, you bring up an excellent point. You bring up an excellent point. If Beyonce, okay, let me bring it full circle. Everybody she jumped just in my, Bay, you know. Everybody jumped in my comments like, "Yo, this is fucking crazy." Da, da, da. There's people fighting amongst themselves in the comments. Like it's an atrocity. They can't believe Kim Kardashian dressed up as Aaliyah. Some people are like, yo, people shouldn't dress up as dead people. And I'm like, okay, so then people who've dressed up as Michael and all these people over the years and Easy e that doesn't count. But Kim, when she dresses up as Aaliyah, everybody wants to jump down her throat. Listen, I'm all down for a good Kim beatdown party just like anybody else, okay? However, when it's wrong, it's wrong. Now, you bought up. If it was Beyonce who did the same thing, would everybody jump on her back? No, I asked her why did she dress up like Beyonce? No, I know. But oh. what I'm saying oh, is you're flipping it. Up Beyonce oh, okay, you're flipping is if it, it was right. Beyonce who was on Instagram like, yo, representing paying homage to Aaliyah, da 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 same outfit. Would everybody be on her fucking back the same way as they're on fucking Kim Kardashian? No. They would have been like, oh my yeah, god. Yeah, no one would have cared. Exactly. Nobody would have cared. No, they would have cared, but they would have rebelled it. Oh my god, Queen Beyonce, spot on, girl. You go, girl. Yo, you're going to get the lemonade. What are they? The beehive and the lemonade? I, I just stop. Yo, no. <laughs> They're coming for you, bro. It just reminded me. They're coming for you, brother. The beehive just popped into my brain, and I was like, uh oh, oh, let me stop. Sorry, Beyonce. I love you, Beyonce. I love you, Beyonce. Uh, I, I said nothing. We'll erase this part out of the podcast. Yeah, don't, don't go nothing. there, man. Stop this. <laughs> stop this. So, next in news, what about them Blue Jays? No, I'm just <laughs> Blue Jays that aren't in the World Series? Okay. I'm gonna Who's, winning tonight? Up. Who's winning tonight? Is Who's it today? Or it happened already? The Dodgers or the Game 7 did it happen already? It's today, right now, right? Game 7. Baseball still happening? Hey, Dodgers and Houston, right? Astros. Oh, shit. I think it's going to be their first. If they win, they'll be their first in franchise history. I mean, I know, man. I'm just, this is what I'm repeating that I loosely heard on the TV. You know what I'm saying? I don't fuck with any of that shit. Yeah. That's like the equivalent of hockey for niggas. Baseball. Hey, 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 hey. That's summer See? hockey. Okay. <laughs> I gotta say one thing. I gotta say one thing. I gotta say one thing. Baseball is summer hockey. I'm a more of a, I want to play person than watch person. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I feel about baseball or even hockey. I can't watch it, but I'll play it. You understand what I'm saying? I, I don't, I can't do that. Oh, let me sit down, watch some hockey. I can watch playoff hockey oh. because, you know, it's the playoffs. And I'm one of those guys that, oh, yeah, that's my team in the playoffs. Yeah. If I walk in and Last year, I was rooting for PK. He's in, he's in, he's in uh, Nashville, whatever. I'm like, yeah, I'm a Nashville fan. I'm, yeah, I'm a Preds fan. Yeah, I don't even watch fucking hockey. I haven't even watched one game. But I wanted him to win. You know what I'm saying? Look at the two equivalencies, okay? And I don't want to get all racial here, okay? <laughs> Tell him again, sir. Tell him again. There's a lot of equivalencies. I'm a, I'm a predominantly some, white sport. Let's get some that out of Right? That's or wax. Duh, all right. Right? right. Everybody sticks. The commonality. Hockey sticks. Baseball bats. White guys with sticks. Oh boy, here we Lynching. go. Lynching. <laughs> what kind of connection? Yo, I do not affiliate with that connection in whatsoever way. Because yo, when I was young, I was a member of the Junior Jays. Okay, so I don't know what the fuck this guy is talking about. Not, All right, it goes stop this. It goes back stop into this, our conditioning. Stop fence. this. No, I'm just playing. Stop this I'm nonsense. Totally just fucking stop this nonsense, Friday. <laughs> no, but I, he's not. But he's he is. He's not. I, I, I'm trolling. I'm trolling. However, I hope so. Um, there was one thing I want to bring up before we get to our guest because there was some funny shit that I've seen happening. Okay, 
and and this thing that I don't want ex- I don't want to let slide. Okay. Um, Back oh, don't slide. There was a French Montana, um, French Montana and Meek Mill's beef. Oh really? Totally went under the carpet. Exactly. Exactly. French Montana and and and. Oh, and, we have uh, another guest. Hey. I think it's time we should get these guests there in. Is. French Montana and Meek Mills have had a beef. They had a fucking fight. <laughs> it wasn't on camera. Nobody was able. Nobody was able to get the footage of this shit. But it happened. Okay, so be aware. Okay. The last thing I want to bring up before we get to our guest is Kevin Spacey, which is another hip hop figure, non hip hop figure. <laughs> since, since we're all talking about hip hop today. <laughs> But it sparks off of the whole Harvey Weinstein, all these motherfuckers coming yeah, out. Yeah, because right? these motherfuckers is, you know, what's in the dark will come to light. Now right. it's coming to the light with all these motherfuckers. Okay, so here's one thing I won't let slide. Kevin Spacey was accused, or there's an accusation of him being with a 14-year-old. Multiple accusations now, like three or four now. Yeah, but the, the one that made the story here is like he was with a 14-year-old back when he was 26, back in the 80s. Okay. Um, and now this has come out. They bring this information to him. He goes, whoa, I used to get, you know, I've done a lot of things in back in the days and I was really fucked up. I might, I don't remember if I did then, you know, whatever. But while we're here talking about it, let me give give this as an opportunity to let people know that I'm gay. And I'm saying to myself, what the fuck does that have to do with what the, the other nigga? Who cares? Let's get back to the kid thing. <laughs> you know, exactly. But the thing is, the headlines, Kevin Spacey comes out of the closet. And then the story is the whole story of what it is. So, why the fuck is him coming out of the closet even? I was like, he isn't out the closet already? <laughs> Nobody even told me that, like, Kevin Spacey was not, oh, not yeah. gay. <laughs> <laughs> right? So, you telling us that shit, nigga, we need to Have you watched the House of Cards? Thing. Oh, that's gone. I know, but have you watched it though? No. Because there's an episode there where he, he gets he gets down with his Secret Service dude. Ah. You know what I'm saying? Him and the first lady before they're the the president, they get down with the with the, with the Secret Service guy. No, no, don't 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 let that that shit deflect you. I'm so. not letting it deflect me, but I'm just letting you show. What there about the 14 year old when you were 26? Let's keep our All right. attention on that. I'm not arguing and I'm saying about not that. Us, but media who's letting Kevin Spacey... Because if it was anybody else... Because Kevin Spacey's in that high upper echelon of Hollywood, right? So certain things, they'll just let a motherfucker slide. Yo, don't you know but all these no, allegations no, 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 no. from the 80s are coming out now, man? Yeah. This is the time for the 80s allegations? So uh-huh. we don't want to hear about if you're gay or not. This is Let's all the time right now. focus on What's his name? that allegation then. What's his name? D- Dustin Hoffman? See, we'll talk about you grabbed some this girl in, back in 85 and shit. All these perverts back in the 80s, bro. It's catching up with y'all. Mm-hmm. Well, he's... Huh? There's no cameras there. Yeah, I know. There's no cameras. None of the cameras are out. Yeah. You see, not all those... And that brings up a great point. All these people are too old now, so they don't care about social media. But if they were the same age, like, if social media was around back then, when they were in the heyday of doing all their fuckery... Yeah, they probably would have been done a long time ago. You know what I'm saying? But all that shit happened pre-social media, pre-cameras everywhere. So motherfuckers... I'm glad I God knows how much more shit that these guys got away with. Thank God for growing up in the pre-camera era. 
I used to boost like crazy back in the days. This is pre alarms in front of. Uh, I don't. I don't want to age wow. myself. Already did it, buddy. Already did it. There was not even no alarms in the fucking front. So the those little white alarm plastic things. When I used to boost, they didn't even have those. That's how that old I am. And that's my tip for the floor year. walkers. <laughs> the guy, the floor walkers. The guy following his career, following you around, like, hey, what are you doing, man? I'm not stealing, man. Leave me alone. Yeah, well, you totally are. <laughs> <laughs> I got like three pairs of pants on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Two of them are from the store, and the tags are still on, and the ones are the one I came in in. That's from the other store. Yo, you take the stuff from the other store, you put it in the locker, the, 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 the mall locker, and then you move on to your next store. Man, when I was younger, we used to steal shorts to go swimming. I'm not going to teach kids how to... Well, you know what? Kids aren't even doing that. You little motherfucker don't even leave the house to even go boost. So, you know, you guys are too busy on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Stunting, wearing fake jewelry. Anyhow, let's, let's get to the Let's guests. get into the guests, <laughs> definitely. We have them standing here. Um, we're going to take a quick break so that Boy, we can just do a little switch over. You know what I mean? And do what we got to do and set up the mics and make sure everything sounds nice. Proper team, proper setup, you know? Yeah, is it, is it. But uh, we will be back. And the people on live, we, we see you. And I see y'all growing over there. You know what I'm saying? Pause. Um, it's the world's most smoked out podcast. We love hip hop. We'll be back. Chill. If you feel like your sock game is getting kind of boring, you know what I mean? Wearing that same old out of the package eight, eight in a pack sock packs. Man, you need to step your sock game up. Check out my people at Six Socks Toronto. If you want to know how to get onto them, check them out on Twitter or Instagram at Reed underscore Craig. That's R-E-I-D underscore C-R-A-I-G. Six Socks Toronto. That's what's up. Pressure between the DJs. Oh, live. There's no chilling in the building. Oh, it's not even on. Good thing I didn't even turn that shit on yet. Let's some shit that wasn't supposed to be said. We'll blank that out later. Um, We are Bach. It's the world's most smoked out podcast. And uh, it's a Wednesday night, and we are doing. I did this a while ago, okay? A few months back. I was in Montreal. And um, I bucked with a few of my DJ brethren out there, and um, I was like, "Yo, let's let's get together and do what we call a DJ roundtable." Okay, so what it was was basically, um, I got like three of like the main DJs in the city, and I was able to sit with them and have a like conversation. This about is in, Mo- in Montreal. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I had quite sane. I nice. had you're right, yeah. DJ Majess, yep. and I had um, DJ Blaster. Oh yes, the world's drunkest okay. DJ, yeah. <laughs> and a bottle of rum, right, <laughs> and a bunch of blunts because they didn't smoke. So basically, I just sat there, smoked weed, watched them drink, and we had a fucking crazy conversation. See? Does anybody right, smoke on this? Huh? huh? Does anybody smoke on this show? No, there's people who smoke. Besides you guys. Oh, we get <laughs> mad. Well, the most majority of our guests smoke. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Sorry yeah. to just start calling it the most smoked out podcast. You know what I'm saying? You're a little fan. We're going to We smoke a little bit of weed here on the show. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We get a little excessive. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a nice buddy. What a, oh, what a nice friend. Oh. My girlfriend's getting a podcast. He actually stole this. Oh. So, I, 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 I remember you, you, you tried to position it early. Well, <laughs> oh. So, 
I got a, a series of questions that I like to ask my guests and, when they come through. And, and you know, I, I want to let the people know who we have here. Um, what we're doing right now is the second version of the Respect the DJs. Okay. DJ Roundtables. The DJ Roundtable. I was online, I seen something called a DJ Roundtable. So I was like, yeah, you were on that shit. Yeah, I'd be online. Yeah, yeah, I'd be digging online. Oh yeah, that, that, that was like I know. He pulled out some. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He's, he's the internet. You, you pulled out some um, digger. Pause. Uh, video of me <laughs> like like 2006 in Hamilton or something. I was like, I, yo, I didn't even know this existed. You and Devo Brown. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm, 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 my brother mm-hmm, Devo mm-hmm. for sure. So these guys here that I have are men who have done so many things. They're DJs. And I would consider, and and some of y'all are like official, but I would consider all of y'all turntablists. Turntablists. No, oh, that's a turntablist. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is advanced level. This is advanced. But all of y'all are turntablists in your own. Ritz is nice. Law's nice. I would say of the three of us, though, I go more with the 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 club turntable. If you you know what I'm saying, like that kind of style, like. Whereas like Grouch is you know can make the beats and do the whole the whole DMC thing and lock cut like a crazy man. Yeah. So I'm not a these guys kind of know <coughs> that. I more stick with the, the club style of. But you all can cut. There's DJs, agree, DJs yeah, who yeah. can't cut. But there's definitely different levels, right? So levels to this shit. DJs, yeah. and you know, for for my purposes, turntablist, award winners. Okay, you guys have a, a, a plethora of awards between all of y'all. I would say between all y'all, there's at least a dozen awards. Right and nominations, okay. Oh, nominations, for oh, sure. yeah, nominations through the roof, <laughs> <laughs> through the roof. <laughs> okay, so there's a lot of bridesmaiding, but not always bride. <laughs> yeah, we got invited to the wedding, but, <laughs> <laughs> but definitely recognized and respected DJs in the city. For sure. So, um, and and we got we got we got shortcut in the building too. What up, shortcut? You know what I'm saying? A fucking super recognized and respected DJ here. Eight liters. Eight liter energy drink. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so, our panel that we have here for our Respect the DJs Part 2. So, I'm going to start to my, my right over here. To my right. I've worked with this gentleman so many times, <laughs> talking shit on the mic. <laughs> In my drunk ass days to my sober days, you know what I'm saying? Well, you were drunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need, to, I, I need a, a story of one of those. Well, we oh, get to one of those, Vancouver. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Can you remember Christ. Vancouver Friday? That's why they call DJ Law. I was in Vancouver? Oh, yeah, you remember those blackout nights? I don't think I, he slept. I, yeah, I didn't sleep. I oh, found yeah, him. you slept. I, well, in, in a few places. People. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I digress. Um, DJ motherfucking Law. A.K.A. Law. L.A. Um. In the middle right here, I have renowned club DJ. Like, every time I go on this motherfucker's Instagram, there's always, like, an ocean of people just going, ah! Ah! Yeah, you gotta keep the spam up. You gotta <laughs> up. I just be like, holy shit, this makes me want to start clubbing again. Like, fuck. But then I realize I'm fucking, like, twice the age I have these motherfuckers in the club. Stop, though, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Right? And all three of y'all radio DJs as well. Former or current radio DJs, right? So in the middle, I have DJ Ritz. Yay! And to the left of me, I have <laughs> this man I see 
he's like the the like scratch crazy. Listen, besides a a, a radio host and radio DJ, here you go. Okay, and the man that can rock a club. This gentleman here, I've seen him appear on a lot of people's tracks as well. You know what I mean? Shout out to man's like DL Incognito, where like niggas will call um call. My, my, my guest DJ Grouch over here over to the, I need some cuts for the record and all of y'all and, and I can't say I don't know as many uh, records rich records but I've seen a lot of records where and, and I've done myself where I'm like yo I need some cuts and that's that's the thing where not every DJ can do that you know what I'm saying so let's talk about some shit let's talk let's do it so first thing back in the days Walkmans, because we're all old enough to know what the fuck a Walkman is. What? Okay? <laughs> what? What are you talking about? What is a Walkman? <laughs> the people in the um, YouTube world and all that, those were things where you could put a cassette tape inside, and you put your headphones on, and you... And after that came the CD player. The one, the Walkman might only go one way. Remember the yeah. Sony ones? <laughs> that was the big, that was the big thing when they could flip it, when they had to switch. Yeah. Flip it on the yellow Sony Walkman. You didn't have to take the tape out. Good riddance. So what were y'all listening to y'all in your Walkmans as a kid? Hip hop. <laughs> Let's, let's, start with the, let's start to the left over here. What was the first tape that you were listening to in your Walkman, Mr. Law? And turn the mic over here so I Law can... I don't My first tape? Yeah, the first cassette that you... It doesn't have to be necessarily hip-hop. Like, this is saying, what were you listening to in your Walkman back yeah, in Walkman like when you were days? What was your go-to Walkman CD, pop CD, sorry, cassette? What was it? What would you draw for? Me, it was, you know, Mob Deep took what? one. Or you know what's funny? You might be late, but... um. I always had like vinyl, so anything I had was all just like tracks from my vinyl, like mm. mixed songs and stuff. Yeah. So I didn't. I have cases of cassettes, but I can't really think like what I always I always like play on vinyl. Okay. Record it, so it's a mixture of everything. Yeah, yeah. And what about you, Rich? I guess you could relate to. Yeah, definitely. I was I was like vinyl early as well, but cassette wise, um, the first one I ever bought was um. Eric B. Rakim, paid in full. Nice. Ooh. So that kind of started the, um, and then from there, like, being in school, like, a lot of people, we trade tapes. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Go, like, okay, you got Kid in Play, I'll give you my Eric B. And you got Public Enemy, and I'm going to give you my, you know what I mean? Like, Cool G Rap, or whatever mm. the case may be. But, so, it was probably that um, mid-80s, because I went to um, this after-school program. Okay. And it was for all, like, single-parent kids. So, um basically that's where like it was all from grade like two to six right so when i was in there for grade two grade three all the grade six kids were listening to the, the tracks I'm, I'm telling you so i got yeah. into it really early because of that you know being around the older kids during that, uh, high that. School. Okay. yeah that's public school right yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> and what about you mr grouch um i asked these guys to turn the tv i like you know like i would record the radio I mean, yeah, that's another thing. Yeah. That's exactly mm. it. And so, like, I would like, you know, whatever station was on, I record like whatever Prince track, like Ron Nelson, you know, Michael Jackson, all that stuff. And then I would do my own like radio, like station stuff over it. My dad, one of those like, um, you know, the recorders they had at school, you know, with the Stop, the speaker, and you could like talk into it and record yeah. stuff. So you were able to over that. Yeah, it was, it was actually, yeah, it was like a one a track. A one track, holy. And so, uh, yeah, I would tell you, you know, and coming up, we have... <laughs> <laughs> 
prints. <laughs> like your <laughs> own tapes, prints. basically. Pretty much. And then, um, you know, then I started, you know, I became, uh, got into DJing and I started, you know, ripping my, uh, making mixtapes and listening to what I was, you know, doing. And before that, I was actually listening to Ron Nelson and, and X and those guys and I would uh, record them playing and then I would make little, like, you know, segments of like, okay, I like this portion of the mix. And then I'd take another segment and make myself a mixtape of mixes. Right? Wow. So, so you guys are like, you guys took it. That's like, that's back in the 80s, I guess I would say. 80s time. We're all we age. Right? Okay. First time hearing hip hop. Like, first time knowing, like, this is different than like the fucking Madonna um, Lucky Star and shit that's playing. Like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Let's start over here. Mr. Law. <coughs> I'm thinking of just scratching, like, the f- I remember the first couple songs, I was like, yo, this is crazy, like, Rocket, Herbie Hancock, you know, scratching, and, um, and then I heard Art and Noise beatbox, Ooh, and I was just nice. like, dude, and for some reason, we had that 45 in our crib, because right. I'm an older brother, so, and then we had str- uh, block parties every year, mm. and it was like breakdancing, and shit like that, and that's how I got into it, I was like, I love this. Mm. But when I was young, I didn't really have a lot of people around me to, like, join in or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I know from knowing you, from, like, personally, like, like you grew up in Lindsay, so, like, there was, like, a lot of hip-hop going on over there. No, but the funny thing about that, I actually probably learned more hip-hop from Lindsay uh-huh. than being in Toronto. Because oh, I got shit. into it from Toronto, but when I moved to Lindsay, that's all I, like... There was nothing to do there. Yeah. So they call Lindsay the Sixth Borough. <laughs> <laughs> no, the thing about when you're in the country, but most people don't have like in the city a satellite dishes. Yeah. So I had BT before Toronto had BT. Mm. So I'm like, and all my boys had it. So I'm like, record anything you got, mm. anything of hip hop, and everyone would just send me shit. Nice. So I'm seeing all these videos like, and then you go watch Rap City here, and you're like. What's going on? Five <laughs> videos or something. <laughs> yeah, the Rhapsody in Toronto's rap, Canadian Rhapsody was horrible back then. Oh, God. You get like five videos, like you said, and it's like mostly they're talking about it or intro, and it's commercials. And I feel like still it used to be better back in the days, and then it got worse along the way as they were like kind of pushing the hell out. Like, where we just stopped even knowing what time it used to be on. Yeah. It just pop up at like 2 o'clock in the morning and be like, oh shit, Rap City. Yeah, I know. I used to see Rap City on much music come on like 3 o'clock in the morning on a random Sunday or a fucking Wednesday or something. <coughs> Randomly, just yeah, they, flicking through channels. They're like, what is that? Oh, what video is that? Oh, okay. And then you see Rap City. What? This is Rap City? <laughs> <laughs> and on top of that, I had. I was basically the main guy for hip hop in Lindsay. Mm. So everyone would come mm. to my crib on the weekend and it would go like this. It would go 12 o'clock till 10 o'clock at night right. on a Saturday because we'd have 88.1 and then- You got it out there? Dude, we got oh. everything. Oh, I'll, shit. I'll find a way. <laughs> After that was over, we're still out there. Mm-hmm. Then um, at that time, Mastermind was on in the afternoon at like Six or five or six. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And then another like hour break, and then Power Move was on. Power. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I had a friend that used to so record that. Saturday was the best. Yeah. And sell it in school. And they go to the bar. <laughs> and they used to record that. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. And, and, and what about you? Like, um, the first time 
it breaking through like, whoa, this motherfucker's rapping. Because we didn't even, we couldn't even call it rapping at that point because it was like first time hearing this shit for us. For me, it was all it's like not to repeat the same story, but the same way that um, that after school program being with the older kids and stuff, they were already like break dancing mm. and like cardboard and the whole shebang. So that, that after school program just opened me to everything because being with the older kids every day, like I said, they're into stuff that again, grade three, maybe not so into music, but by yeah. grade six, you kind of like, you know, I like this hip hop stuff. So yeah. that's kind of where it all came, you know? All came yeah. from. And, and you, Mr. Grouch, coming from Panama on top of that. Yeah, I mean, but I'm pretty much really growing in Tor- Toronto mainly, but yeah, no, I mean, um, I mean, music was always played in the house, um, be it, you know, uh, the Latin stuff or, you know, my mom was into the Beatles and Motown, my pops like, um, you know, Johnny Cash, Glenn Campbell and, mm-hmm. and Barry White, you know, mm-hmm. you know, it was just really a good mix of, of music and then, yeah, man, I remember hearing like Rapper's Delight. But, you know, it's like, it was like, whatever. But the thing that, the songs that did it for me was hearing, like, um, Planet Rock. Um, Rocket. You know what I mean? Things like that. Like, it just blew my mind. And it obviously had to do with the DJing and, 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 uh, and uh, Rocket. You know what I'm saying? So. Back in the day shit. So, <coughs> back in, now, here in Toronto. Okay, because there's the hip-hop scene and then there's the Toronto hip-hop scene that started budding pretty much the same time. Now, I have like a views from the sixth question, right? Um, uh, views before the sixth question. That's our, our, our podcast family. Yeah, band, right? big up tweets and thrusts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Big them up, you know what I'm saying? Um, what was the first Toronto rapper that you ever caught wind of? Oh, me at Maestro, Fresh West, 1,000%. Yeah, mm. Let me tell you something. When I was in grade 8, there was a rumor that Maestro Fresh West was at Peanut Plaza, and we skipped the rest of the day and went <laughs> to Peanut Plaza looking for Maestro Fresh West. He was bomb, not bomb, there. Bomb, bomb, bomb. But that's, he was, he was I haven't control. heard that name in a minute, Peanut Plaza. I don't think it is Maestro. <laughs> because I know Ron was playing stuff before that, before Maestro. Like, who? Like, um, I'm just saying I'm pretty sure I've heard some other artists yeah but as far as impact yeah impact wise of course yeah. Maestro was just strong yeah. like impact like yeah yeah there was that Devin. time Oops. Mr. Metro Metro yeah Mr. Metro nah not the same as like how not like how Wes had it there was Rumble too yeah that's what I was gonna say Mishimi that's true Mishimi actually was before that so yeah well I remember being Mishimi being such a big deal to me because she was part of that first priority crew and I was like Holy shit, she's down with all the Americans. And that was like a thing she's back in the, the day. She's in the ladies' first yeah. video. Yeah. yeah. Queen Latifah, man. That's out of control. Like, Astrid. to me, like, if you are able to be with the people across the border, you made it. It's mm-hmm. over. Like, we don't even need to talk about anything else. You're famous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's <laughs> you know some fine malt liquor you're about to drink. I've had it before. All right. Cool. <laughs> the, the, the Mickey's right there. Uh, we're, we're, I feel like we're doing a combination drink like, champs type of episode like, going on over here. So let's see here. Um, okay, turntablism versus club DJ. Now this is my thing that I'm going to bring up here. Okay, um, what do you guys prefer? The art of like the whole scratching thing, or rocking the club? Like, what gives you a bigger adrenaline rush? Well, Grouch does both. Yeah, that. So you, you, yeah, yeah. He was going to say, uh, you, you, you know, you should answer that one. I mean, what I'll say is this. I, I consider myself a DJ first and foremost. Never, like, you know, 
the turntables thing was like a label that came up in the in the nineties when at the at its peak of uh, you know. Babu made that, no. Uh, turntable, yeah, it was tab- yeah, it was Babu who yeah. coined it. Okay, okay. Um, shout out to Babu B Junkies Familia. Um, but um, I mean, yeah, because I, I I was I started rocking out parties and stuff, you know, like house parties and all that that kind of stuff, and then uh, and then I got you know I love hearing scratching on songs and stuff, so I just copy what I would hear, you know, like mm. Jazzy Jeff, Cash Money. Mm-hmm. Uh, DJ Scratch there's so many you know and then um, yeah like I I just fell into competing and all that stuff and I love it too it's a different kind of rush you know like but there's nothing like rocking a crowd too you know what I'm saying yeah yeah like I you know and and keeping them dancing the whole night that's like you know I get I get a rush out of that too so I, I would lean more I mean, you know, because I do both. I just can't really pick one or the other, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, that brings me... Do you guys have anything to put on that? I think, like I said, for me, it was like... When I started DJing, it was very much like X-Men and Beat Junkies. And it was like everyone wanted to be like a turntablist was kind of like the cool thing. Yeah. And um, then, like, when I saw Kid Capri for the first time, he just had a stack of vinyl. And he was kind of incorporating club with a little bit of showmanship as well. Right, like, right, That right. was for me where I was like, that's... That was the end of my wanting to be Rock Raider days and the beginning of my wanting to be, you know, Kid Capri yeah. days, right? So yeah, that, like, yeah. That, he changed the way I looked at it up to that point. Yeah. And what about you, Law? You like, you scratch like fucking, you're like an amazing fucking cut DJ, you know what I'm saying? I, but I've never known you to be like, I'm joining this, this competition to like cut against motherfuckers. No. Why is that, man? Uh, too much pressure. Yeah. <laughs> he's not lying. You know, he's but not I lying. think you can compete with these motherfuckers. It's that not are that. It's just a lot of work, man. I see when the, these guys were doing it back then. I was just like, Fuck I would that. bust my ass off, and I'm thinking these guys are doing it like every night, practicing, probably mm. not eating. I don't know. It's just it's a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. And still, when you watch these guys, it's just like you think I'm good, man. I'm not even on a, a level compared to some of these guys who can scratch, man. Well, like. It, uh, how do you even prepare, like, Grouch, I see you in a bunch of competition. How do you prepare for a competition like that? Oh, man, I was just, you know, just trying different records and and eventually trying to come up with something, with, with you know, with them. And then you put together your routine and figure out how to, like, you know, bridge the gap from one, you know, what we call a skit mm. to the next, to the next. Lingo. You know, and it's like... You had six minutes, right? So you had to like figure out your intro. Your intro's gotta be, you know, like have some impact. Yeah. And then get into like, you know, whatever you're gonna do next. You know, it's it's like an essay, you know. You, you gotta get to that. Hope the needle don't skip. Yeah. Hope the, yeah, hope the <laughs> someone don't bump the table. Hope the hope the needle gods are on your side and. Yeah. Yo, even like when you're doing the um, and just to stay on that, like, how do you come up with the beat? How do you make the choice of the beat that you're going to use that you... Because you know when you all do that cut thing and then you start fucking making a beat out of the cuts? Oh, uh, beat juggling? Yeah. Is it called beat juggling? Is that what no, it is? No, wait, you're talking about doubles or you make one, Not doubles, one like record you, going... You, you have one record and you're like... Making a, a different beat out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> and then you turn it into the beat of like... You turn it into the fucking... The, 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 the future track all mm. of a sudden. 
But with with the fucking turntables, you you make it sound like the fucking new the, the fucking Percocet Molly beat, whatever. Yeah, I mean, there's 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 different ways of doing it now, like with with Serato and all that yeah, stuff. So many things yeah, but yeah, it's called they call that tone play. But I think you were talking about beat juggling originally. Yeah, so yeah, beat juggling <coughs> is a, is very hard to master. It's it's not easy. It's like yeah, you got to know you know where your kick is, where your snare is, where mm. the next sound is, and how you're gonna like. Go from a kick to make to the snare to make a beat, you know. That's like any proper conditions as well. You can't just do that at any club that has any oh. setup. You know what I mean? Like mm. that's that's a whole other thing. It's got to be a showcase kind of vibe, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you have to <laughs> middle be, of the night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you can't just jump onto the fucking table and hope all your shit's just gonna work for you to do that. I'm not in a club, man. You know what I mean? Clubs are different setups. Look at you like what? What's going on? <laughs> so everybody stops dancing. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you doing that? <laughs> just play the record. <laughs> no, I I could imagine though. Like that brings me to another question. It's not even on my list. Like. When you're playing those joints, right? Because, you know, there's DJs who don't do any kind of mixing or cutting. And then there's mm -hmm. DJs who, they always need to fucking, like, how you guys? You guys, I see you guys do a blend of it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Sometimes you mix, sometimes you're, you're cutting before the next record comes in. Mix DJs. Yeah. Like, how do you, what made you guys decide to be those kind of DJs as opposed to like a Kid Capri or like a DJ uh, Clue? Like I see those guys, they use a lot of their voice to like transition their records and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I think it's a Toronto thing. You think so? I didn't yeah, Toronto listen DJs, to New York yeah. DJs like that. I listen to everybody from Toronto's there. more of a, you have the, the, the <clears throat> MC and then you have the DJ, right? Mm. And you know, the host or whatever you want to call it. Whereas the States, it's like they're both one. Always, mm. always, guaranteed. and that's that's an art in itself. Because if you're able to be, you, there's there's dudes that are, have a good voice and they can, you know, like a case layer or a, <coughs> I mean, excuse me, whatever. You know, they got a good voice for it, and uh, but then they, you know, they're lacking on the DJ side, the actual skill side. Mm. But then there's dudes that have a, you know, a, a, like like you know, like uh, Ritz mentioned, Kid Capri. You know what I'm saying? It was. Right on the mic by this is the homie Fat Fingers from New York too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, He's yeah. a beast on the tables and he, and he can host. So mm. then you have the other side, Jazzy Jeff, who's doing constant stuff, but he has an MC. Uh -huh. Yeah. So like you can't DJ like Jazzy Jeff and MC. It's impossible. You you have to tone it down a bit. He's yeah. constantly cutting this and this. You can't be. You know what I mean? Like it's got to be a little more simplified if you're gonna the yeah. more MC you put into it, right? So. Yeah, because like I've been to. We went. I remember when we went to that Jazzy Jeff show. Like he fucking put so many records in one minute like before he got to like a record where he's like let's actually play the record mm -hmm. the transitions that he did that he took to get to those records like i'm gonna play a little stevie then i'm gonna play this then i'm gonna play that but it all fucking fit yeah and then it's like in one minute he played like six records or six <laughs> pieces this? of records was when it, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was a Hennessy party. Was oh, yeah, yeah, I was there. I was there. <laughs> I was amazed. I was like, how did... It's because you have like, cues and everything now. Mm. It's yeah. like, and it's a routine, too, right? Like, Oh, yeah, you're seeing that same set tomorrow in, in Phoenix and the next same set in... Yeah, he's in, rocking that. Or it has different well, sets, but well, yeah, well, well, yeah. it's the same way, though. Yeah. Mm. But then when you're a traveling DJ, though, you're going to bring your A material every week. You're not going to be like, let me try... Like, if this works every time, then you're in a different city. Yeah. The problem is with social media, you see it, and it's like, oh, it's yep. the, the, same show. the this and the this, right? Mm. So, but as a traveling DJ, like, when I go, you know, same thing, I'm sure with these guys, when you go out of town, you're going to do those little things you have that are, you know, special to you and always rock. You're going to do it. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It's what it is. You want to 
Because you were there one night, you know what I mean? So you got to make the bo- best impression. So DJs have go-to moves. Yeah. Oh, 100%, or go-to mixes. You're and just used to seeing the audience go crazy, so you're always going to remember those tracks to drop. Yeah. Yeah, like, he might think works. of bringing it in a different way than yeah, I exactly. would and, and vice versa, right? So, like, that, those go-to, you know, moves, if you will, you know? Like, yeah. those, when it's time to, like, let's go, you know, show me something. Yeah, do a yeah. Little, do a little something, you know? Oh, well, you know, it brings me to, um, to a question I have here. You ever go to a party? Like, what's the worst amateur DJ moment that you've ever seen? Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna beat both. I'm gonna beat both these guys right now, right now. Cause I play with the worst of the worst sometimes. <laughs> I do. I do a lot of like. I play by myself. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do like because I do a lot of like even more. Top, I do top forty parties. Do college university. So you always get the dude that's like. Um, gonna come, come in and not know what he's doing, right? So anyhow, long story short, I'm playing the club. They're like, yo, we got a guy to play from 10 to 11.30. For, you know what I mean? Different warm-up guys every week. Cool. Mm. The guy comes in. He has a USB stick, okay? Uh, Just one. Yeah. One. <clears throat> and he's like, here's my set. That's it. And I was like, I'm like, you're set? I'm like, yeah, here's my set. So I'm like, this is what you, your set is mixed? He's like, yeah, just put it on and play it. I'm like, I'm like, how do you know if the crowd's going to like it? So anyhow, I'm like, well, I don't even care at this point. I loaded in for him. Like, I, I'm done caring. Believe me, I'm done. Yeah. You're just making me look better, dude. So, you know what I'm saying? So that's fine. Look terrible. So I plugged it in. I put the set. Him and his boy, no headphones, nothing, stood there. And the whole set were like EQing the knobs, both of them. The other guys clapping, wow. finger hearting, and they did a whole routine. But they were using, I was playing it on like level, like um, channel one. Oh. So they're on three and four, which you can do anything, it doesn't matter. They're, going, they're fully faking out the whole set. Wow. And I was just sitting there like, you know, I, I, don't, I, I have footage of it too. Like I was telling them the bouncers were all taking footage. Like, look at these idiots. Like, they're herbs. Wow. I, so, think I, I think I'm going to be sick. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, that is as bad as it gets. I'm telling you, there's no worse story than that. It's That, that is the, the uh, we've hit rock bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I said, here's my set. Plug it in. And I'm going to fake this shit. No, I'm not even going to fake it. I'm going to bring my boy to hype me up yeah. while I fake it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, they, 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 they leave the crowd. Oh, it was crazy time. It was crazy time. They these people. Yeah. And you know how many people know the zero time? Me. You know what I mean? Because it's a college universe crowd. They don't know anyways. And they're faking it. So mm. as you look up, you see a dude going like this. Oh, I guess he's DJing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Two shit. They're just getting drunk. Yeah. Give me more. I want more. I know you guys have more fucking stories like that. Because that, I That's know, is the pet peeve as, as we go into generations. I don't care anymore. Just to put it out there. I don't care anymore. <laughs> You know what I'm? I'm give you the rope to hang yourself, guy. I don't care anymore. If you want to play bad, that's your that's your problem, man. It ain't mine anymore. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Go to grudge. Um, well, I don't think I can talk about Rich seconds. That's classic. Mine is more of a back in the day. Not back in the day. I'd say like early two thousands. Um, this is when I was DJing for Shockler, and. Uh, we went. We were on a show on CBC. It was called Johnavision. You know, homie was uh, ended up being on the uh, J Rock trailer park. J Rock. J Rock. This was like a little left. Yeah, crush that man. Kill it, bro. So um, anyway, uh, they would film two segments for two separate shows. So mm. We were the guests on Johnavision, and then right after us, it was um, I don't remember his group's name. But I remember the guy because it was Chris Shepard. Okay. You remember Chris Shepard? Yeah. The, uh, Love Inc. Love Inc. So it was Love Inc. Our <laughs> <laughs> record in the club. Okay. Right. Wow. But anyway, um, so you know we had done our segment. We went down into the green room. We were chilling. Then I got a, a call on, on the uh, you know the whatever 
the intercom that mm. was in the room. Um, is the DJ in the uh, green room? And then everybody looked at me like shocked, and they're like, "Oh my god!" So I'm like, oh, "Yeah, I'm here." And he goes, "Can you please come up? Um, Chris Shepard is having some technical, uh, technical difficulties technical. with oh, the equipment." Shit. And I'm like, "Okay." So I come up there. He's like, "Oh, great, man!" He's like, "You know, <laughs> I try to do my British accent." He's like, you know, I, "I can't, I can't get get these turntables to work." And I'm like, "All right." So. Uh, we're checking them out. We're looking at all the, uh, you know, the the RCAs that are connected, the ground wire. I'm looking at the needle. Um, I'm like, you know, I'm uh, fiddling with the wires while it's playing. Still nothing's coming out. And then it dawned on me. I looked at the turntable, and I know Ritz and, and Law are going to catch this right away. So, you know, the... Uh, the, the thing to raise the uh, the arm the toad arm mm-hmm. uh, it was up it was all the way up all I did was I went boop doom, and then boom the song came on and he's like eh. I've actually done that myself like it was so funny right. because this is the guy we used to listen to on on what was it CF CFR one of them stations CFNY CFNY yeah. yeah. with Dave's like uh, with uh, Deadly Headley and all those people we, you know what this, his yeah. name came up in an interview maybe about three interviews ago mm. and the smoking mirrors were already revealed on that interview so keep going it doesn't even matter it's not yeah. even like a secret <laughs> like, so, yeah, this guy would be DJ or whatever you know on, on the radio but I guess he wasn't DJing for real then because yeah, he didn't know that he told us a story yeah he, you know, you, you didn't even well, yeah, know that like, show like Electric Circus. Yeah. Oh shit. It was in Hamilton though. Yeah. On yeah. Channel Eleven. He wasn't DJ for real. A lot of people didn't know that. Like, we just found out the other day when Scratch told us the story. We were like, what? <laughs> but apparently, there's somebody who was like under there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> ghost ghost <laughs> DJ. There's ghost scratching for Yeah, the ghost scratching. Yeah. He's got a ghost DJ. What, what, what was the term we called it though? Fuck we. Ghost scratching or fun. I can't remember, but he had a ghost writer, not a ghost, oh, but yeah, <laughs> he, had <a> ghost, <laughs> he had a ghost DJ that he's there. And he's, yeah, it's fucking that that's hilarious. hilarious. <laughs> Lord, give me one. I know you have one. I, I can't even think of one because I usually play by myself or I play with good DJs. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just being real. <laughs> lucky guy, you're lucky, that's man. You so because I've heard a USB story. I heard a USB story when I was in Montreal. Um, Blaster told that one, right? That's hilarious. Um, but the guy had two USBs. He's like, the guy went, boop. <laughs> and what Blaster said is, the, was the bartender was able to name off all the tunes, tune for tune for tune for tune for tune. And that's when he was like, oh my fucking God, this is what's going on. I, so I, I do hear that a lot with people when they know the playlist. They're like, the guys keep playing the same songs over and over. I hear that all the time. It's because they're on USBs. Well, not even that. It's just that's all they have. They're just lazy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they're lazy. It works for them. Okay. And then people are telling them, you know, change your fucking set, man. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> that's perfect, no, perfect seg- um, segment or tra- transi- transition. Segway. Perfect segment. <laughs> <laughs> you guys ever go to a party and that happens? What are... What, exactly what Herc is saying. Yo, change the fucking tunes. Why does this shit... This, Yo, I thought this party was gonna be lit. 
and you y'all literally had to come and like Superman save the fucking day on this shit. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what, right, that's what keeps me working, bro. Like, <laughs> hey, man, man, it's going to a party. <laughs> hey, Red, you go up there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I got it. USB in my pocket. Ready to go. The man comes out of the fucking phone booth ready to work. Oh, man. Day. <laughs> yeah, man. No, it's... It's actually a great feeling. Well, like I said, usually when you, like, I'm, we're probably the same. If you're going out, I'm going out to see a DJ I already know. I don't just go to a random party with, like, a terrible DJ. So, like, I'm not in that position ever. Yeah, no, but, like, you are the DJs. You're one of the DJs on the list, right? And you go in there and you're like, holy yeah, the fuck, you guys are giving like, me an uphill battle. Like, No, I'm saying you're going to actually make me look better. You look at the wrong way. I look at the exact opposite way. The worse you are, the better I am. So I hope <laughs> that you guys can stink yeah. up the whole night. I'm going to come on like fucking Superman. We can swear, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah okay, come on. This is a podcast. I'm just making sure. So we come on like Superman and just, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, yo, you're, you're even more, you win even more. When exactly. I got to play with guys like this, you got you to come correct. And it's like, you know you're in a battle. Yeah, exactly. But it's like, when it's like just handed to you, it's like, I'll take that. Yeah, when the day before you fucking shit to the bed, you come on and you look like a fucking champ when you rock the house. You know what I'm saying? You yeah, turn everybody's vibe around. You know, you get the party bumping yeah, again. Yeah, you look, like the, you look yeah. like the man. So it's like, yo, suck it up. Go ahead. Give me a saving party scenario. I want a saving party story from you. And I've been to a lot of parties with you, so I'm, I've seen you save some parties before. So let me get one from you first, Grouch. Give me a saving story. Saving the party story, like Save you walked in, you had your fucking laptop, and you were just like, "Oh fuck, this fucking idiot." <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, I mean, like I've a been, bragging story. No, I've been DJ for a long time, like you know, like thirty, like over, yeah, thirty years, and then uh, like out there in the public eye, I guess since '93. So yeah, I mean. I can even think back on the vinyl days, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, yeah, like, just, I remember, you know, doing one of the big clubs in, uh, I think it was in Yorkville, mm. and um, homie just played all, like, the, the the shots, you know what I mean? Like, everything that was hot in that era. This is like, early 2000s. Right. So, you know, we're talking, like, Ja Rule, 50 Cent, whatever, right? <laughs> you know, I just rinsed them all off, and I'm just like, what am I going to do? You know what I mean? But I, mm-hmm. I, look, I took it as a challenge and I had brought a mix of stuff. So I was able to just come back from that. A, a good DJ knows that you can't just play all the hits and especially early. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You want to see that for later when mm-hmm. it's prime time. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, I was able to just take them on a, on, a, on a journey going up and down like from old to new and I, I didn't have to play any of the stuff that he had played. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And you, Mr. Law. Yeah, we got shortcut over here making some sound effects oh, after the sound. He's like, yeah, he's our, he's our, he's our human sound effect. <laughs> I don't even remember the question now. <laughs> <laughs> Am I high? Yeah, Savior, like, probably. You yeah, walk into a party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. You walk into party and you're like, it's already eleven and nobody's moving and it's pretty packed. Mm-hmm. But you're like, this motherfucker is really f-. like he's playing the record and you're on. We're listening to the third verse, lot. Mm. And now you have to well, go and different. save it. Mm. Give me one of those scenarios. I don't know. I'm just trying to think. I know one time I was playing and I was killing the party. It was in a club, and then I got off, and the next guy got on, <laughs> and it wasn't doing well. And then the promoter came over and he's like, <clears throat> "Can you?" 
can you go back on? <laughs> and, and I was like, what? I'll go on in a bit. He's like, no, can you go on now? And I'm like, in my head, I said no. And he's like, why? And I go, so I get paid to play the whole night. He gets paid to not play. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He's still getting paid, but I got to rock the whole night. So I went on later and it was fine, but. It was like, two bad DJs, actually, because the one guy was, oh, it was all, shit. like, it was young kids, and it was all current music, mm. and they had a dance hall, a reggae DJ, who was playing, I was like, what's going on? He's playing 80s reggae. <laughs> like, this is not the right place to be playing this. Yeah. Nobody was dancing. They would dance, but it was, like, new, mm. but it was the wrong place to play it. Oh, and you had to come through and fucking Superman save the day. <laughs> oh, it wasn't that. I was just playing. And it was it's going off. It's like, as soon as you fucking take your hand off the turntable, everybody just turns around and walks back to the No, because sometimes they switch up. They go into oh, something different. Mm. And then that could fuck it up, too. Yeah. The wrong Good fucking cut. time the to switch cut. the vibe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the wrong tune. Mm-hmm. You think it sounds good in but your But sometimes your you got to look at the two. Like, you deal with this. Is you could be... Here for the hip hop, you're the hip hop DJ. You could have dance hall <coughs> reggae DJ. Right. So if you go on and now you're with Specs, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, not that he would do this, but what? say he went on and then nobody was really moving. They wanted to hear hip hop. And mm-hmm. be like, well, go back on. Or would Specs just start playing hip hop? I don't know. I don't know that you using Specs as an example is an oh, impossible no, scenario to even think about. I'm just saying in the my man Specs every time. That guy's 100% tile. I didn't say it was I'm not knocking him. I'm just saying. I know you threw me off with the name. I can't remember. That's where he plays. Yo, Halapana Sunday. No, no, no. We're going to knocking him. We're going to be on that deal. Every time. I'm saying if a reggae DJ was to go on next and they just... I was in there for reggae. Yeah. So now you got to go back on. So is life. I <laughs> saw it goes sometimes. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, so. Okay, well, you know what? Let me get to another question. Okay. Have you ever had a time where you guys are doing a party and that shit's happening to you? Like, no matter what the fuck you throw through that fucking Serato or when it was turned to. Um, um, records wow. time, no matter what the fuck you put down that needle down on, everybody just like, so. <laughs> no, to achieve that, you have to be mega out of touch. Like, you know, if you put, you know what I mean, and I won't put myself in a situation where I can't, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to go and be like, okay, these are all 60 plus people and they all want to hear country. I'm not equipped to do that. So I don't put myself in those scenarios. I'm not going to go download the pack of, you know, 60s country and then go try it. I just mm. don't do something out of my comfort zone. So yeah. that, that doesn't happen because I'm not yeah. going to put myself in a place where I'm not going to know what I'm doing or be able to adjust enough. Some crowds obviously aren't as into it as others. It's what it is. But mm. as far as like, you know, people looking at me like crazy, no chance. Okay. What about you, Brad? Um... Yeah, I have to agree with Reds. I mean, that's never really... I mean, yeah, everybody... Like, I'm sure everybody's, you know, experienced someone getting booed. You know, like, I got booed. You know, whether, like, the record would skip. You know, Toronto crowds don't play, right? Mm -hmm. That's not something you did, though. Like, if a record skips... Yeah, but I mean, you know, technical difficulties or whatever. But to really bomb like that, nah. And, again, what Reds said... Add to what Reds said. Sometimes you got to really, you know... Stush crowd of people that just don't want to like. They just want to be with drinks in their hands, talking, and mm. they're no matter what you put on, they don't mm. dance. It doesn't matter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Facts, facts. Um, okay. Let me see here. With the parties, let's stay into the parties. How do y'all get a residency going on? How did that happen? Like, what's the work 
the, the process of getting a residency with a club? Uh, for me, it's just <clears throat> the snowball effect. Like, you know what I mean? Once the snowball starts going and you work at different clubs, you have different relationships. When I have a pool of, you know, 10 club owners I know and work for, then if, you know, you only can work for so many at a time. So as long as you have that pool of people, and it just, the more you've been around, the more people you know. Yeah. So when you know most of the people in your scene, it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's just about getting, working with the right people at the right time. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, 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 all these yeah. choices. Yeah, yeah. Y'all, anything y'all want to add to that? Uh, I just got to big up Brits, man. One of the hardest working DJs in this fucking city. Thanks, Grouch. Like, you know, the man DJs 24-7, man. Like, you know. There it is. Nice. The horn. <laughs> Mm. Who's the first um, DJ to drop that horn? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. I feel like Red Alert is like the first name that pops into my head. Oh I think that's probably like a reggae sound. That's that's like a soul straight. lover. Yeah. Exactly. Straight. Yeah. That's straight Jamaica right there. Yeah. Um, it's on my Serato. It's labeled reggae horn. That's what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> Mine says raga horn or something like that. Yeah. So, it sounds like a rap air horn. So. Yeah. So anyway, um, what was the question again? See, I know... The residency stuff. Oh, residency. Well, exactly what Rick said. It's like referrals, man. Like, you know, you, 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 do, you do work and you put in the work and people notice it and then word travels around. That's why to this day I'm still fortunate that people call me and they want to hire me for gigs. Mm. You know, uh, I knock on wood, I think, uh, mm. you know, the man up above mm. or woman up above or whatever it is up there. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. and you stay hot. You know what I mean? You gotta stay out there and you gotta, you gotta stay, stay hot. Current. People are not calling if they're not if you're not hot out there. So it's you gotta still stay hot or noticeable and you know mm. you don't have to be the hottest. You just gotta stay in that mix, you know what I mean? So yeah, your name's yeah. brought up and stuff, so you're in that you know, in the in the conversation. Sometimes, okay, you know what, I'm gonna we're gonna take Grouch for that party instead or this or this, but just be in the conversation, yeah, you're yeah, good yeah. to go. That's yeah. it. Facts, facts, facts. And DJ Lock, let's let's talk about work and stuff like that. Well, I was okay. gonna say for the other thing, I think radio helped too. Mm. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Branded yeah. our names. When and you know what? There's a radio question that I. I okay, let's skip forward, and it's gonna engulf everything, because you're talking about radio, right? And I wanted to talk about the different awards and stuff that you've accumulated, and all of y'all have accumulated, but a lot of y'all have have a base of radio for a long time. Let's talk about Project Bounce. Mm. Let's get into that Project <laughs> Bounce. Talk. Give me y'all fucking most memorable Project Bounce moment, yo. Like good or bad? Any one of them. <laughs> Any one of them. Friday probably prefers the bad, but you know. I will share one with y'all, and if y'all share one with me, hot. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, there's so many that are just not repeatable, man. Oh my god! Yeah, I can't say some of them. <laughs> All the good ones are not repeatable. That has to be like the uh, the off-air ones. Oh man! <laughs> there was a lot of, you know what? It was a very like smoked out and very like you know all of us learning on on the run kind of style. So you know what I mean? Like we're just you know we're, we're, we're having a good time and maybe sometimes a little less focused than we should have been. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, but we're all mad young or much younger than we are now. So yeah, it's like, yeah, you know yeah. that that was before social media really hit and stuff. So it's Facts. it's a different. You know what I mean? It's kind of an era, era that's not, it's not lost in time, but that era is so undocumented. It's just 
that's up to people to talk about it because there's nothing to you know no old really not that many pictures not that like no video no nothing right so yeah camera, you go, there's there. some audio out there but not very little yeah. for, camera, for, you weren't there for eight years of, of radio for eight years of radio and how much they were on the hundred thousand thousands hundreds of thousands of hours there's like for you to, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's not out there like that, right? Yeah. So even the the message board or whatever's gone. Yeah, everything, right? So it's like, and what the hell's a message board? Like that's ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, we weren't even dealing with, we were barely dealing with MySpace when it yeah. just dropped. So yeah. with with all the tools now, it's a whole different story. That's why, like I said, it's so undocumented. It's very hard, you know. It's, very, it's just a certain generation that knows what's up, you know. Mm. So true. <coughs> so. Grouch, you, you were doing two shows you, at the time, weren't you? Yeah. You were doing Project Bounce and I was doing, I was doing, I was doing 105. Um, yeah. So, yeah, and then magically I would appear right after 105 on. <laughs> <laughs> but my stuff was pre-recorded. I was really never in the studio, although I knew uh, the station, you know, that was a CIUT. Everybody, um, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? But uh, I heard a lot of stories, like, after the fact, you know what I mean, from... of. Thing, certain things that went on, you know. I know, I know, I got but banned from there. You got banned from the building. Yeah. Wow. From where? From 105. Mm-hmm. Project Bounce or uh, CIUT. Really? <laughs> so what did you? So the only reason happened? I found this out is did I ever tell you that story? <coughs> I don't even remember, man. This so tricks. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. So tricks um, wanted to do a new show. Okay. Because I just really didn't want to go back because it was like we were doing a lot of hours on there. Mm at the end and then to have that much power of playing music and then going back and doing like an hour it was like ah. but Trix wanted to do it so he went there and as soon as he said my name he's like no he's like he's banned from here wow and the thing is <laughs> they who, thought is <laughs> no the guy who runs the station I don't know Ken? Oh. yeah him Ken oh, and Ken he said ups. and the only reason is because at, near the end of Project Bounce, it was basically just me and Ritz, like mm, yeah. getting played all the time. I remember that. So all he would hear is Ritz or Law, like our drops. Right. So that's all the names he knew. Yeah. So he's like, well, that's a DJ from Project Bounce. So no. So we wow, never did the because show because you guys were getting a lot of problems from the CRTC, like crazy. Too. I heard it was flow, but I could be wrong. Flow? It was all. It was all of them. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. all of them. What do you think was the demise of Project Bounce? That's the question that I have. Well, like I said, I put in every year there and many hours um, and more than us. Yeah, right. It's you know what? It's just everything. Nothing lasts forever. Stretch and Bobito were on for eight, oh, nine years. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no forever, and it's just things change. And because we started so far before social media, right. I think social media would ended up fluffing it up. You know, it was just good for that time. You know what I mean? It was yeah. the, it was that underground station beef in hip-hop was the big thing mm. there was the 50s there was the seagulls and, and jd so it all fit together there was the belly and kamikaze beef there was all remember there was the oh, jay yeah. stacks and the whole the oh, whole the thing jay stacks like, when he was with everybody right i saw the whole thing on tape by the way Ooh, yeah send um, that but uh, and all the tunes as well but mm. anyhow long point being though it's just that? it ran it's it's everything something's run their course you know what i mean and it's yeah, better that sure. we ended when it was still you know still good and stuff and not the same but still good and, yeah. and just move on to other things man like you can't do it forever like it's what it is this is grow, true man you gotta grow 100 I, I actually have the lost episode Ooh. See? so what happened is 2012 alvar came back to me he's like we're gonna bring it back mm. and we did an episode mm. but it was for 
I don't know who he was sending it to. He wanted to have it across Canada. Okay. So we did an oh, episode. It's like that. five hours. Yeah, I have yeah, it at home. Yeah. The top five and everything on it. This is like wow. when Nicki Minaj and all of them were popping and shit, like earlier years. Really? So eh? Yeah. Yo. But it's like. I have I have no joke. Four hundred CDs of like Project Bounce no, stuff. I have all mixes, no, I I have a bunch of. Oh, you you gave me a bunch of yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna have too much of this stuff. <laughs> Bad stuff. Wow. It, was, it was a great time period for sure, man. Yeah, but, you know, in its, in its short run, it made an impact. Like, you fuck know, yeah. Like I remember when uh, was it No uh, Shabib, uh, yeah. Forty posted, uh, you know, Project Bounce. Didn't Drake do it too? Or was then, it Forty? Yeah, and Drake, you know. Drake did it on Twitter. Yeah, Drake, mm. but Drake uh, commented on it said, he said, you know, those, those fat, uh, the Tony Freestyle, he said, refer to some Tony dude. Fat, fat oh. Tony. Was it Fat Tony? Not Fat Tony. Um, thing uh, from uh, Strong Arm. What's his name again? Well, they, I know they, they run. They anyway, he picked I know up. what you're talking about. He picked uh, up yes. those, those, those some, some freestyles. The general runs with him life. still. Little, mm-hmm. little the general runs with him still under a different name now, you know? A lot, of, yeah. There's a few guys like that that have changed and, the names. And, yeah. and Johnny Rocks runs with him still. Yeah. And then he used to get played on the radio at them times on on Project Bounce too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because that's like that whole era when oh, Young, Young Tony. That's Young it. Tony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's that's he's still no. Don't get high, folks. It's not little <laughs> general. It's Young Tony who still runs. Yeah, with yeah, him. yeah, 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 yeah. My bad. It is Young. That's why. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, so he made the comment that you know, those young Tony freestyles were life. You know what I mean? Like, that's what, you know. They were crazy. Like, yeah. like Scartown stick up and shit. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Bear Scarborough tunes and Khalifa. shit. <laughs> it disappeared. Yeah. When that ended, it just disappeared. Yeah, it's, 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 it was a fucking golden time for real, yo. Holy. So, okay. Khalifa did just disappear. Yeah, someone said he just changed his lifestyle. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because remember, like, that, oh, there were so many things that popped off around that time. That's like fucking real Toronto times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I saw oh, that the DVD. Toronto. Mr. Number One on the... Duh! <laughs> you didn't see me. I wasn't there. <laughs> Downtown. My neighborhood got, was, was featured on yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, eh? Yeah. Scarlet. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that was like you, when you start seeing the shit on CP24. Everybody was like, "Fuck the world." Whatever happened to the guy who made it? He's around. He's still around. Uh, he yeah. went back to Russia, I think, for a little. Like where he, um, he like left for a little because it was the heat was on. Mm. It wasn't cold. But that's what I'm saying. Like that era has Man's so many things hot. that's just like. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, yes. But I can actually have him on the show. Yeah, but I just didn't know. I don't. I don't know, and I guess we can, you know, let the people here on live let us know if they want to see the Mad Russian. That's his name. That's his name. If they want to see the Mad Russian come on our show. Yo, his story of that being would be crazy. Easy. The amount of, you can't even tell that story without snitching unbelievably. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you're going to make that one work. I know, it's going to. That's, that's, that's a tough one, man. That's a toughie. Yeah. That's I don't a, think he wants to get back into that mode, man. Shit no, he, I asked him, yo, if you want to be on the show. And, he and he's like, agreed? Sure. Yeah, oh he said my yes. Oh. But I don't know, and he's probably listening because he listens to the show. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, I, I I don't know how much of a request like the people want to hear like the whole like the story. I guess you know what I'm saying? 
I, I know, like, I try to bring interesting mm-hmm. content to the people, you know what I mean? It's a small base that would be really interested. Yeah. But it is a small base, you know what I mean? Yeah, because that's a Toronto thing. But it didn't, it didn't progress. Like, you know, kids nowadays are like, oh, you ever seen that? You know, it's, it just was for that time period, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But it didn't really, like, hit after. Yeah. And, and even, like, with the, when, and we'll end our whole Project Bounce talks. You want to you say something? Our whole Project Bounce thing, like, a lot of that stuff wasn't fucking documented. It was just documented in our analogs mm, or whatever, yeah. archive. Whoever taped what had their own tape of it. But it wasn't like now everybody would have it like in their Insta story or something somewhere yeah. in a cloud, basically, that we can just go draw from Google somewhere. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Even just based on our own algorithms, we're already searching for shit that's around that. Then some Project Bounce shit would pop up if it was still around now. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Most like, bear, like, Project Bounce would have a fucking um, Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Like, everything was on CD. There was no digital elements. There was yeah. no USB or nothing. It was all, we burned it on CD. That's why we have so many CDs. Yeah. Because yeah. every day, if it was pre-taped, that's like three, four CDs, right? Like, yeah, a yeah, day, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. up. Yeah. So, okay. Let's get to some, some, some other things here. Um, Mr. Grouch. Born in Panama. Okay? Is there... What's the scene like now in regards to hip hop? Because back then, before you moved here, like how old were you when you moved here? Oh, I was like, like three. Sorry, <laughs> 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 oh no. <laughs> so you were like, oh, it was like before you even recognized that it was like sound <laughs> that was first three years old. Oh, those are the times. <laughs> <laughs> no, but okay. But I have a question about the now. Because you still deal with hip hop artists and stuff like that from now. I, I seen the other day you were doing a show where you had a lot of Latin American artists that were on stage with you. Oh, you mean the Los Pardas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's my group, though. I mean, uh, like, I, yeah, like if you would have told me that, like, you know, that there was any inkling of me doing something Latin, like, uh, like 20 years ago, I probably would have said, no, nah, you know what I mean? Like, mm. Yeah, I mean, that's, I think when you get older, you, uh, you know, for those who are, you know, immig- uh, you know, immigrants or, you know, sons and daughters of immigrants, you know, you tend to fall back on, on your culture as you get older, right? So, yeah. I, yeah, and I drew back on some of that stuff. And, uh, yeah, I think it's, it's uh, happening organically, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just one of those things. But definitely, uh, yeah, and going, I actually went, to Panama, like you know, like when I was a lot older, I didn't hadn't gone back since you know I was like three years old when I left. But I mm. went back in my twenties, and it was like a mind blowing experience. You know what I mean? Yeah. The culture, you in the music, you know, like everything. So yeah, and like you can see that there's a hip hop scene that's been budding out there, or what? Oh yeah, I mean, but Panama's always been, you know, into all kinds of music, but. Uh, I'd say in the last, you know, maybe 15 years has been a, a, a scene. Mm. It's always going to be more, you know, uh, predominantly, you know, uh, Spanish reggae or reggaeton artists that, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, get the most spin out there. But, you know, they, they, there's, a, there's a little hip-hop scene going. Okay, okay. And Mr. Law, I have a question here for you. Um you DJ for so many different place um, people. Like, I've seen you like be the DJ in the opening, like for like Rock Him, Q, nice. 
Well, these guys all have two. Oh, no, no. Everybody. But, like, you're... I see you in a lot of that situation where, like... I'm watching the show and the DJ that's DJing for the oh, night. Oh, DJing for the actual artist, you mean? For the artist or for the night, period. Yeah, yeah. Right? Where it's like, you got a list of all these different, like, American acts that you get to interact with. You know what I'm saying? Give me a story about, like, your best experience dealing with one of those acts that came down. I can give you a worst. Yes. <laughs> I would like worst. that also. <laughs> <laughs> The one it wasn't it was uh, Raekwon's DJ, mm. Mm. and he was spinning, and Raekwon was doing his thing, and they got to do an hour. They're twenty five minutes in, and they right. ran out of material. Wow. <laughs> oh, shit. They're like, "Yo, do you got any Wu Tang instrumentals?" I, is this, is so, this, I, so I took this over. This is in Barry. I took Barry. over. Toronto days. Yeah. Ooh. Wow. That's crazy. Hot take. <laughs> His own DJ didn't have that? Yeah, I was just like. That's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. But I, I don't know. I've done shows before with artists where they would do certain songs, but I guess we know our city so well with hip hop, we'd be like, yo. Like, I'd have to run the tunes. Mm. And then, what was the one guy from OGC? Strang Wonder? Strang? Not Strang, the. the the top worst down? one. <laughs> top down. Yeah. Top I think it was Sam. It was at uh, Freddy's, one of his jams. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And he did a bunch of songs, and I know Bounce of the Ounce always works. Like, when mm. I used to play it, and he didn't do that, and I dropped it at the end, and the place just went ballistic. He's like, oh, y'all know this song? Wow. Oh, shit. Huh. Wow. The That's concert crazy. was just Top Dog? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how, how is that possible? No, I think it was Louisville. Oh, was it Louisville? It's Louisville. Oh. It was one of them. I can't remember now. It was so long ago. So only one member out of the three OGC was there? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So just O or just G or C OGC. was there? I guess just the clapper. Touch it up, ching ping. So I got a question for all three of y'all, okay? DJing as a feature on rapper songs. Every y'all all have an experience doing that. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like I was saying earlier, you got like a DL Incognito. I'm fucking high. I can't think of all of the ones. That I know. I think I'm high. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty high. sure you're high. I know that. I'm like looking. I'm like. Must <laughs> have been going around. Hey, you wanted yeah. some water, law? I have water. So, okay, give me your favorite record that you've ever been on that you've been ever been invited to get on like yo I need you guys to do some cuts on this shit and tell me about oh, the I've, process I want to hear him first because yeah. he went on yeah, everything so I'll, yeah. I'll tell you the first one that I did that got me out there mm. and then I'll tell you the one that I, I like the most or love the most yes okay. so um uh Day who used to you mm. know uh manage uh Shockler and yeah that uh Label knee deep, he hits me up, um, cause he was from around the way, you know, he wasn't that far. Uh, I grew up in the West End of Toronto, and he was, you know, in that area. And I had already met him like before, cause I did did some cutting on one of his demos two years before. This is like '93, mm -hmm. and it never came out. But anyway, that was like the first experience of you know scratching with a, you know, for an artist or whatever, and then. So he hits me up. He's like, "Yeah, I got this record I'm doing. It's called Father Time." Mm -hmm. and, you know, and then, <laughs> you know, he, 
where's the studio? And he plays in the center. He goes, yeah, there's this kid, uh, Socrates, that's on it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, he's got that record. He, you know, he came out with, he's still caught up, was already out, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, cool. So he's like, I want you to cut up this Steve Miller band. Uh, you know, the time keeps on slipping. So we uh, recorded it. And, I, you know, it took a few takes. But, uh, you know, to this day, it's some of like, I look back on it and I and I I don't even think I can do some of those scratches. You wow. know what I mean? like, and wow. it's just like it was ahead of its time and it was it, it was just my first name, my first time on a record. Like you see my name on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scratch, you know, my first credit. Yeah. So to speak. But my most favorite work is for uh Obi Trice mm. Special Reserve. Mm. Um, I was gonna say you, but <laughs> this little jazz that did a well-known asshole, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's jazz ball, oh, a well-known asshole. But, um, yeah, like, Moss hit me up. He's like, yo, I'm, I'm putting out the Obi Trice album that got him signed to Shady that never dropped. Right. But I'm going to, you know, redo some of the beats and make it more, you know, sound, you know, 2000-ish, you know what I mean? Like, this, because this, uh, this album he had recorded in 97, mm. 98, before he got signed to Shady. And, uh, so, although the, the, the vocals are old, it just, it sounds, you know, it still sounds ill, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's it's still him, it's Obi Trice, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Anyway, um, he's like, yo, I'm gonna give you, for Legatily's sake, because of this label that was putting it out, he didn't want to he didn't want to like pay for samples okay so i was you know forced to use only ob trice stuff but like this some of the vocals from the track which i don't like doing too much but you know what i mean like i had to use them right because we didn't want to get sued right um so yeah it forced my hand to really think on what to do and um i basically came up with all the hooks so Mm. like for like four joints on there and uh, it's a solid album. Like I think it's really dope. Like it, uh, it dropped like two thousand nine. Special reserve, some of that. So special reserve. Check that out. I'm on three of the joints. Uh, four of awesome. the joints. Nice, nice, nice. I'll be That's looking awesome. for that to to post that on the YouTube video that'll yeah, pop yeah, up on the yeah. screen. Right now you gotta go after him. You know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> I, I've done a couple like local local stuff, but nothing crazy like that. Because honestly, like if I was gonna do like get some cuts on my track, I'd be calling him too. So you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want that, yo man, it's these two. These two are definitely the much higher, much much more on that tip. I pulled a Khaled. What do you mean? Four one six. Oh yeah. Talk about that, yo. Yeah. Four, one, six. What was that? Six? I pulled a Khaled. Oh, shit. Just made it, put a track together. DJ Law was once um, uh, uh, almost signing. You were signee. You were signed to, to Urban at one point. I guess. Yeah. Uh, Law was <laughs> the best. You know what I'm saying? So Law was going to be putting a collaborative project together. Yeah, I was, was going to try to do something like that. Like Is this number the same? You. Huh? I'm just kidding. It's not. And <laughs> it's then definitely not. It was actually Stalin's track first. I remember that. Off did the beat, and then I was just like, yo, let's just do a posse cut. Mm. And then we rec- recruited everybody. The only one who bailed was Drake. Mm. Oh, yeah, he was supposed to be on that, too. Yes, Scandalous had to change his verse. Yeah, I remember, because I was... He didn't bail, he was just too time. busy. He's like, yo, totally I can't get it done. Holy. 
And then it was still cool because then we did the remix and Rich Kid jumped on it. So, so there was seven. There was seven guys. I don't know. I think that was like 2004, 2000. No, no, it's way after that. This is after Project Bounce, I think. 2009, maybe 10. Yeah, probably around then. Wow. I remember because I remember I had to bring Scandalous in for him. Well, no, it would have to be a little earlier because Drake was popping by then. Mm, He's definitely be busy. <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah. I can't jump on your track It would have to be pre-2009. Because yeah. that's before, that's, that's when he was still at Remix recording the So Far Gone project. Yeah, maybe even 08, man. Yeah, I'll have and to go the comeback back. season and all that stuff. Hmm. Yeah, I that's why he was still around in our circle. How I brought him up in the fucking episode, <laughs> not even in the questions, but it always comes up somehow. <laughs> somehow, some way, but yes, he was around them times. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure fucking enough. that track was monumental. Not really. It didn't. Really <laughs> get <out. laughs> it could have been monumental. That's what. Uh, <laughs> Remix it and shit, but it was just. Oh man, didn't work out for it. Just give me a one that you were cutting for some American cats, because you work with beat miners and all those different guys like that. Uh, yeah, but I wasn't like working with them. I was just doing like, the show, and I'd go out there. That's about it. Yeah, for, yeah, like, yeah. Brooklyn Fest and stuff like that. Okay, okay, okay. So, all right. It's like Mr. another failed question. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a dowdy. You know, Grouch is also, um, you know, Law's also a, a comedian on the side. He does, he, he does, he does a little... Especially after some Henny. <laughs> yeah, he had at least half a shot. There's, there's Henny here if y'all want. Oh, I, I dusted that at Ciroc. Oh, man. Shout out, yo, um, Diddy needs to send us a bag for that too, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, Mr. Grouch. Mm-hmm. Tell us about the teaching now, because you've, 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 you've done a lot of things, man. You're a man of many hats, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you'd, you'd be teaching over there at Trevis, and you've done teaching mm-hmm. at Remix Project, Deus, mm-hmm. Regent Park School of Music. Mm-hmm. Um, can DJs be taught, or is that something they have to come uh-huh. in with a bass at least, so that they can be taught? No, I mean, there's, there's, we get you know, people from all levels... You know, like coming in for 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 classes or whatnot. Um, you know, I, I it it just all depends, man. Cause like you know, I get like beginners that are just they don't know nothing. Mm. They don't even know how to you know cue up a record or you know whatever. They've probably never even seen a a, a piece of vinyl. You know, yeah. whatever. So, uh, and then we get like you know people just want to brush up on their skills. You know what I'm saying? Like so. The coolest thing that though though that I like seeing is how kids can pick it up so fast. Like mm. it, like the young kids are like so quick to uh, figure it out. Like you know I'm talking like the nine and ten year olds. You know there's I like DJed the, with one of Grouch's students yeah. <laughs> earlier this year. Remember? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah so, I couldn't believe it. he's like that's crazy. He's like yo, you know DJ Grouch, he's my teacher. I was like oh nice bro. That's so it's, yeah, it's I mean it, it, you get a good satisfaction of, of of knowing that you taught somebody something and 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 now they're using it and they're they love doing it. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's, it's a, a sense of fulfillment in that regard. And and also for me, I feel like it's our responsibility to like keep the culture alive you know what i'm saying the culture mm. of djing because there's so many people that just look at it like it's a laptop and you're pushing buttons and 
you know, there's a whole art to it, you know, the things that sure. you you should know, you know, yeah. fundamental skills, you know what I'm saying, that you should learn if you want to be a DJ or call yourself a DJ. Yeah, so you don't respect the It's process. actually fun, too. Yeah, exactly. Like, just sitting at home scratching is just fun to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a lot it's of people who, Some people who might not be going to the school to learn so that they can go out and DJ professionally just so somebody can fucking do it as a hobby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Sure. Yeah, so, okay. A question for all three of y'all. How do you discover new rappers? And, like, how do you decipher... Like, okay, we were having this conversation the other day, right? Like, about the real views and fake views. Like, how these kids know how to manipulate the game. So, some of them could look like they're lit, but they're not really lit because, like, they bought their views. But then you can see the ones who are, like, really making traction in the city. Mm. How do you discover the new rappers now? Because it's way different than back in the days. I think the easiest way, it's called the DJ pack. If I ask for it and, <laughs> and, and I don't get a proper one, I've... I'm putting you at a lower level right away. Shout out to Nemesis for the DJ pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Best yeah, one yeah. ever I got. The other yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have a proper DJ Everything pack and you're proper. giving the eight bar and stuff, really that means video. you you understand the nice. process and you're you're serious to the level of me checking you out for sure. Mm. Talk to that like one one of y'all because I know both both y'all look like you really fucking have something to say about this because this is like a, a a hot thing like. A lot of rappers are trying to get out there, okay? But they don't know how to cut through the traffic. I have a little bit of an advantage because I've built relationships. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing I advise rappers, build relationships. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know what I'm saying? And not just for the, for the purpose of soliciting your stuff, but just because you're fucking generally a human being. You know what I'm saying? And those things will take you far. You know what I mean? Exactly, exactly. But h- how do you guys deal with it? Like... Okay, the, explain like why Nemesis's pack is so fucking dope. It's just proper. It's just and now that I video DJ, he sends me the video. Mm. Like I don't have to go on YouTube and download it, and then it might not be proper, like the quality or something. Yeah. So what are all the different things that are in that that would make it like okay? Well, what one thing nobody does anymore is send instrumentals. Mm. Mm. Nobody does that. You yeah. can even ask the artist, and it just won't reply. Then give me an eight bar, I'll loop it up. That's what I mean. Give me something. But they don't know that's what we're doing. Yeah. Mm. yeah Explain the eight bar. Well, yeah, like a lot of the the you know the, the artists, whatever, don't understand why a, a DJ, uh, a club DJ, or a mix show DJ would need a, an eight bar. But it's to help you, you know, transition from one song to the next. You know, what I'm mm. saying you got a bit of an intro. Versus a song starting with no drums and then the vocals come yeah, it's in, kick in like, yeah. you know, like it's just harder to, to 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 blend in. But you know, there's a lot of artists that just don't know about it. I've done a few uh, DJ packs for uh, a bunch of groups and stuff, you know, like mm. so. Yeah, an eight bar, you know, is basically an, an eight bar intro. So like one bar is four notes, one, two, three, four, and then you know, so eight of those. Yeah. So that'd be just you know basic beat or like. You know the the main beat of the track that's looped up mm. for you to use, so you can blend into another song. You know, and and clean, and yeah, clean versions are yeah, essential. There's so many places you can play that. But like what Last said, there's hardly ever instrumentals or acapellas. Thing these these are the kind of tools that DJs like. Use Some rappers don't even have their music. Yeah, <laughs> you be um, it's, it's true though. You'd be like, oh, I gotta go talk to my engineer. Oh, he's gone. Mm. So all these are different things for rappers to make sure that they have 
in line before they go approach people with their projects because people are going to want those things. One, you're not going to get through. So now if you do get through because person, like your music's so good mm. that you're like, you know what? I'll still give it a chance. Now when we're asking for those things, you have to have those things ready. <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't be like, oh, should I have to go make an eight bar? Yeah. What but about? at the same time, unfortunately, a lot of guys don't know. So at the same time, when I'm dealing with a guy, if they seem genuine and their music's good, I mm -hmm. will still, like, you know what I mean, try to help. But your music's got to be good. If, if your product's not the best, your music better be, like, better than average, you know? Yeah. And then, like I said, it's not like I'm, I'm oh, this is gone. I'll still listen to it. It's really hot. Then I'll be like, bro, you got to get your stuff in order and then help the guy out you know what I mean yeah. so I'm not saying it's just you know a yay or nay but like you know if you don't have your if you have it all done in a DJ pack nicely for us we're going to check it out probably for sure and be sure. at least be impressed with the, the presentation so you win on that you might get a second look maybe yeah, later your email's going to be flooded tonight <laughs> <laughs> it stays flooded man it stays flooded well you know what I won't when we do the social media parts at the end, we'll be doing the social media, so maybe your DMs and stuff might be flooded. <laughs> these guys don't even know how to make the, the packs there, the DJ packs. A lot of these new artists, they don't know even know what. There's it's lots of guys that have more keys. Yeah. They're, they're doing it right now. They're on live, and they're like, "Oh yeah, for real? Boop, 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 boop. Let me go fucking make a DJ pack right now. Hmm. Hit up DJ Law and DJ Ritz and it's DJ." Is this presenting rush. yourself at a certain level? That's all it is, man. Like yeah. you know, you want to come in with a, at least that, yeah. Yo, you know what? It's sometimes people whose music is not as good will get past because of their better fucking presentation. Oh, 100%. Better marketing, better yeah, putting money into it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, who are y'all checking for? Toronto-wise? Yeah, yeah. I like Black of the Dawn. Ah. We love hip-hop alumni. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He was on his show. Yeah, mm -hmm. man. He's hot. I like this guy named Rari coming up. He's a young cat. Okay. Um... I got so much stuff, man. Like, there's there's so much good. I, now, more than ever, there's more good Toronto music. Mm. You know what I mean? Great is is eh, not always there, but good Toronto music is more now than ever. Yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. get tracks and, like, yo, they sound current. They sound, you know what I mean? Especially on the radio. Yeah. I can play a lot more and stuff. So, like, it's in a good place. There's a lot of guys that are, like, doing their thing. Yeah, like, yeah. a lot. A lot. Yeah. And like doing it at at least a level of being like, yo, I can play this. So maybe it's not gonna burn down the club or be the hit of the world, but you know, it's still like, you know, it's good. It's yeah, good yeah, to play. Yeah. It's at the level. Yeah. What about you, Grash? Who are you checking for? Oh uh, man. You know, pick up the the crew, Los Puertas. Um, you know, Che's putting out some dope solo stuff too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um uh there's a lot of uh, veterans that are still doing things, you know what I mean? Uh, Adam Bomb, mm -hmm. uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and there's this new kid, A Son, Eastwood. Yeah. yeah, he's going to be on the show soon. Yeah. Yeah, you know, he's coming crew. up in December. He'll be here. Yeah, you know, I actually did a DJ pack for those guys. It's um, so big ups to them. Um, there's uh, Daniel Son. Daniel Son, Bomb. I just picking yeah, the names. I was going to say. Sorry, bro. I'll leave you some. So. <laughs> 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 There's a good crop of artists, you know what I'm saying, for for different styles of, you know, of hip-hop that you want to hear, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and you, Mr. Law, I know you put me on the Scrap Gang. Yeah, I was going to say, I like Scrap Gang, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those guys, yeah, they've Scrap Gang's been here. hot. <laughs> Tough episode. <laughs> scrap Gang's hot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Check out their SoundCloud. Yeah, check out their SoundCloud. Scrap Gang they TV. Hot. You know what I'm saying? The motherfuckers is lit. And, and and we had a great episode here. You know yeah, it was, it was blessed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who else are you checking for? Well, you just named half of them. So. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I, I, I fucks with um, the Casper TNG guy. Mm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And big up to our Casper, Casper are you, TNG. Are you a big safe fan? Safe. Yeah. safe That's school, my yeah. shit. Oh, yeah, he was, I remember him talking before. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's not only just because he's got the 5 million views and not because the guy the one, two hours. Yo, check out FB. I told you. Check out no, FB. I checked them out. Tough. I told you. Check out FB, Tough. yo. Yeah, I ch- I I, ch- I checked them out in their whole squad. Robin what? Banks. Yo, big up to Six Wars up also. Movement. Those yeah. guys put on people to a lot of things that are going on in the city as far as like new rappers. And I, I you know, we're not getting a bag to like big them up and shit like that. And I'm fucking like putting the camera on nobody. We're not getting a bag to fucking big them up or anything. But a lot of times I'll go on that channel and check for like, I'm like, oh shit, who's this? Who's that? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Man like Roni, you know what I'm saying? And then well, don't get close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. His that track is fire. Mm-hmm. You know he's, got a bunch of, he's got a bunch of fire tracks on YouTube. Look them up. So I got a, 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 a couple <coughs> of questions for y'all before we uh we get to some other things before we get out of here. Um let's see. Ritz, you went through commercial radio, right? Yeah. You did the flow ninety three five for about three years. Yeah. Um, Buffalo uh, WBLK. Yeah. Um, for about a year. Yeah. Tell us how you, the difference between like the co- the commercial and the college radio. Like, well, how was that transition? How did that even happen? Um, after Project Bounce, it was just like the the radio name was still like hot, so mm-hmm. I, I used it to my advantage as well. Um, uh, my boy Taboo and uh, Devo Devo Brown okay. um, are like childhood friends of mine. Funny enough, I actually posted a picture on my Instagram today. <laughs> Of all of us in grade five, <laughs> in wow. grade four, yeah. Birthday today, too. Uh, it's uh, uh, Taboo's birthday today. Yeah, so I was wishing him a happy birthday, but it's me, him, and Devo in, like, grade five. It's crazy. Oh, yeah, we look crazy time. Yeah. Um, but um, what was the question again? I just lost my thought. Like, the, the, the difference and, like, the transition from going from... Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, anyhow, so it was, like I said, after Project Bounce, I guess I realized my stock was still high radio-wise. So, with those two being there, I had a great in, yeah. especially with Devo, you know what I mean? So, like, with them helping me get, you know, my foot in the door, and then I brought <coughs> the other foot through, and then, you know, mm. it's made it happen, right? Okay, you okay. have to just make them, you know, and that was something that they didn't have, right? They didn't have, like... Like a downtown club guy, really on the roster. So I saw an opening, and that's the way I kind of approached it with them. Yeah, yeah. So, so big up Wayne Williams, man. It was good. One interview, and 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 you know, good to go. Mm. And and Mr. Grouch, right? In '95, you won the uh, the Energy on the Weight battle because I'm gonna stay into the oh, radio shit. and and right, and then the Zulu Nation battle in the same weekend. Mm. I was at that, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Another silly soccer one, a champion belt. I still remember the routine, bro. And this guy had so many thugs there for him. It was ridiculous. I remember they all pushed to the front. I remember that. Night. I don't know why I remember so much from that night. But I remember the whole night. I remember him winning. So and like many thugs. They all rushed to the front. I, I'm not even going to say. I'll tell you the name after that. They were all chanting. But yeah, I was with Sin, by the way. They completely trampled him. He had to sit on the stage. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, bro, but it, it happened. You got, they, they ran yeah, it yeah, yeah, I went with, uh, <laughs> I ran with some shooters, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, big up to the, the, they were called the sick kids at the time. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Those the sick kids. Big up and they were yelling it all day. Jane Walner, Scarlet Wood Courts, that's uh, where I grew up. Mm. So, yeah, um, shoot, yeah, that was crazy. Like, I remember just practicing for that, sh- that 
heavy. I knew the Energy 108 was going to be more commercial, so I had to do more, you know, commercial type stuff. Yeah. Like just a friend instrumental at some point during that, right? No, the, the, the one you're talking about was the Zulu Nation. That's the one. That's I, the one. The, that's the next day? That was, yeah. Oh, on the same weekend. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. the Energy 108 was at Canada Wonderland. Nice. Uh, on the Saturday, and then the, uh, the, the Zulu Nation was uh, at uh, Spectrum. Okay. Oh, on a damn fourth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So old school shit. Yeah, man. But Shout it was it was a wicked spectrum. like <laughs> the the energy one hundred eight was the money comp. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the Zulu Nation was the title and the respect. And uh, you know, I actually went to New York for the finals to represent Canada for that. But I never even got to compete because the Zulu Nation one. Yeah, because oh, they couldn't get. The uh, like the 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 traveling fair for me on time, so okay. I ended up going to New York the next day after the battle. It was kind of uh, crazy. Wow! So I would have battled like Craze and like oh, uh, oh, DJ Dummy, all these dudes from oh, that were crazy. hot. Like, we're just getting up there. In, in, in Where 95. Was it? 95. Nice. So yeah. Wow. Crazy. Yo, so my last question I have for all y'all, okay? What does DJ retirement look like? Mm. Like, do, 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 do DJs like retire? I mean, if you don't have gigs. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much that. That pretty now much does it. playing for your kids at home. Yeah, like. I think once you, for me, well, I'm speaking for me. Once the passion is gone, like when I don't feel it anymore, mm. then that's when I'll hang it up and just I'll do it at home or something, you know? I'll do it for myself. I'm not going to, I don't need to be out there. Right. Okay. But I'm okay. still genuinely passionate about it, and I love doing it. Yeah, yeah. And what about you, Mr. Ritz? This guy can't uh, stop anytime. Soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm we're moving. Right now. We're moving. Um, I, I guess I, I think there's so many ways you can go into radio. I think radio is a good place. Mm. I, I find where I think I'm going to like, you know, maybe. But think. that's not retired. That's what I'm saying. That's not retired. I don't think any of us will retire. It's like it's always going to be a part of what we do. So even if it's like our whole life. Even if it's like you know, I'm gonna play like in a uh, like a bar for fifty bucks, maybe once a month, just to get that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that passion yeah. out here, yeah, you know what I mean? There's, there's no actual re- like, because the thing is, if you go from the club, and I would retire th- if I stopped for a bit and came back, because then I'd probably be lost of what's going on. You have to always be out there to know what's going on. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, things change so quick. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true because like if you stop DJing for let's say two years. Oh, you're done. Well, you're not you're not done playing old school. <laughs> you're, you're, you're niche. That's hard to catch up with the, the amount of music that comes out and and you know it's just how dispendable it is. So you're gonna be so far out of date. It won't even be funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah two yeah, years. Yeah. Is, two years is like yeah. It's that's out of control. That's like five years from like back when. Because those DJs have taken some crates anymore. <laughs> yeah, man. That's crazy. And 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 what about you, Gretch? What do you think? Oh, no, no. Retirement, yes, and it's... Wow, that's how high I am. Wow. Like, <laughs> so what do you think about retirement? You confused me. I was like, when, the host, when the host smokes too much fucking weed. But, okay, <laughs> I'm done picking y'all brains. We're, we're going to fucking switch over. We have a segment that I usually do, and, and then I'll let you guys go get some, some air. <laughs> we have a segment that we do called Smoke and Mirrors. Okay, and I I like to bring up different things that are happening in the news and all that type of shit. We did a lot of drama. We did a lot of good. 
It's always hip hop. I, you know, I brought up a few people earlier when y'all first got here, and like, unfortunately, it wasn't fucking hip hop. <laughs> yeah. But it was things that were going on. But I'll bring up a couple of things. I'm not gonna kill my whole list because there's way too many fucking things that happened in this week. You know what I'm saying? But I want to just bring up a couple of, of of rappers that maybe you guys might know, and like, we'll you know toss that shit around. That um, let's pause of, of of what's going on. <laughs> Yo, okay. XXX Tensension. Wow. Oh, God. It's your boy. He brings us up every episode. I'll just say for him, this is just my stance, is when he came to the whole, like, fuck Drake and stuff like that, it's like if you're a Chicago Bulls fan and they're saying, fuck Michael Jordan, like, Drake is our dude, like it not. So Mm. if you're going to, like, come, and you're not even from the country, at least if you're beefing and you're from... Canada's like, maybe some whatever, but I'm yeah. saying when you're coming, you're dissing our guy. It's like to me, I stopped playing his music completely. Wow, and I was just like, that's just boycott. Although, although, <laughs> let me this is really clarify real quick. There's a new Kodak song called Roll Out, and he's on the second verse, so I do play that first verse uh-huh. of Kodak, but I don't really play his, his shit. Wow, but I'm just saying, like, boycott. you know, certain like it'd be like if someone came after a Cardi. I'm like, it's like this. We have no, but that's dope. Like, you know what I mean? I, I didn't know that that reaction was happening. I'll be honest, I have not played. In the in the hundreds and hundreds of parties I've played since the Meek Mill and, and Drake, I haven't played one Meek Mill song in the in the club since, wow. and I was probably playing four oh, to six songs easy. Like you don't have to. First of all, you don't have to play anything. And like I said, like I'm just patriotic like that. If you're gonna come at our guys, especially guys that have like done r- the ridiculous amount, Drake is beyond anything. Like no one, we didn't know this was happening back when he was, you know, this and this, right? So, like I said, if you're gonna our bricklayers and like Cardis and the, you know, there's certain guys that like yo man, especially if you're not from here, it's like you're like you know, you shouldn't be. We shouldn't be like ah oh, cool. Now I'm gonna support you yeah. and play your music. Yo, the beef's done. Nah, nah, the beef's not done. You're getting crowds to say, fuck Drake, fuck Drake. It's like, that's a little excessive. You, you know, know what I mean? crazy? I, I didn't even get to what even happened with this guy in the news. I just said the man's name and fucking Rick was just like, ah, ah, ah. Yeah, man. No, I better, I don't, I don't rate that. This man. guy bleeds Canadian blood, bro. That's a real thing right yeah. there, yo. Okay, but this is what happened with this guy. He got a $6 million fucking deal from Capitol Records. Okay, so after his whole independent run, his Drake beef, all the different things that he's done, it's and he had an album that that did like eighty thousand in like one week. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Which is unheard of for somebody who's on an independent level like that. He's got fans, yo. He he has a cult Big following. Big so he signed a deal with Capital, and then all of a sudden he was like, "Oh, I don't have a deal with them. I'm not dropping music anymore. I'm done." Hmm. Okay. Then he erases all his music on SoundCloud. Didn't he warn everyone first? Yeah, he put a post on Instagram. Yeah, saying you have a day or something. Yeah, that he's going to be taking all his music off of SoundCloud. best marketing ploys ever. This guy is, like, marketing-wise, this guy is close to genius status, believe me. Because it's not skill, it's not this. He's killing it, man. Killing it. Do you think, and, okay, there's a few more things that he did. Because you brought up a really good fucking point. The marketing right away, right? But, like, he comes on now on his Instagram and he says I'm gonna put out I won't put out music until Slump God um, Ski Mask mm-hmm. uh, ski, ski Mask Slump God makes friends with me again yeah this is a random shit you know what I'm saying wow then I'll start he's making he's mad young again. though isn't he he's like 20 I remember he's That's not he's, he's, yeah. he's not so selling himself seeing that I'm just like 
he's not selling himself as a rapper. He's selling the whole persona and the image. So mm. to attack the 10% of what he is is ridiculous. And that's like an old school way of thinking. And it doesn't work like that. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, yeah, he's not yeah. coming saying, I'm Rakim. I'm coming to kill you lyrically. He's giving you a whole package with the hair, the look, the comments. It's a package. So mm. the music, like it or not, is 20% of the package. So yeah. to, to just talk about the 20% is is you know what I'm saying? It's like just talking about like this much of a person. It's yeah. the whole image he's giving you. It's not he's not just a rapper or an artist. He's an artist or a personality or whatever you want to call it nowadays, mm. right? So it's a different spectrum than just being like your music sucks. But it doesn't matter because that's only twenty percent. Yeah. The eighty percent you do good, the twenty percent's not gonna matter as much. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, put it this way. I heard that look at me now song mm -hmm. like literally a couple of months ago. The song's been out from time. Because it's following, that's the song that they said that yeah. Drake took his cadence from. Yeah. Right? But I only now heard it the other day, but we've spoken about him like crazy. Yep, we've been ringing him up. Oh, that track was ringing, man. It was ringing how off. That, I want to ask something, because you're in the club. How does that sound in the club? Not good. <laughs> I was going to say. Good. It's not good. It's not, it's not mastered, right? It's like that, you know that new song, The Race? Um, by that TK guy. Yeah, yeah. Right. Anyhow, long story. He he, he was on. A, he's on the run. He did a song while he was yeah, on the run. Yeah. And he got caught, and then he's so it's his only song, whatever. But so obviously it's not mastered, and playing that is a rough one, man. You gotta. <laughs> and you have to. What are you playing these guys? What's the stuff? song called? No. The race. The race. One of the hottest shit in the club. Okay. But you know, Ritz is the trap god, man. Trap god. <laughs> trap lad. <laughs> how do y'all even keep up with all this? Because I know I'm like. I keep up with the I'm fuckery, but I don't have to play this shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you know, how do you keep your ear trained to what is hot with all of these guys? Because, like you said, like, we're talking about this guy, but it's, he's doing all these things. Mm -hmm. Trippy Red, all these guys are doing all these things on social media. Yeah, mm -hmm. this guy, Trippy Red, has just popped up all of a sudden. Because he's on social media doing a crazy I, I thing. I just seen, like, yo, it's like, I'm just seeing this guy all of a sudden. Today, it's like, boom. And now you're talking about him already. It's like, yeah. So, you know what? Let's get off of that motherfucker. I want to bring up one more. <laughs> and then and then we out of here. There is a Cardi Nikki beef that's not happening but happening. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I don't want to bring up too much of that. I want to get to something that's a little bit more fucking juicy. You know what I'm saying? Kitty Jones. You know who the fuck that is? Remind so, me. Nobody knows. Uh, I'm going to bring the story. No bada boom, oh, bada bing. Does awesome. What does it matter then? It's my little setup, little fucking. He thing does right this there. shit. He does this shit. So, Kitty Jones, she claims to be R. Kelly's ex-girlfriend. Oh, the one mm -hmm. that escaped. The one that escaped. Oh, okay, I know. You so now she was on Sway in the morning, Yo. doing like a full interview on Sway in the morning. Like the dog <laughs> Sway's doing that now. That's oh, what, that's oh, what, that's yeah, what got man. me too. No, that's so that's what, Gabrielle Union talking about eating ass. No, but that's still Gabrielle Union, like a, a star. Like yeah, you know what I mean? Like you're getting like you're getting like really low on the charts to, when you're getting R. Kelly's escapee. He put it on Tracy. Yeah, he's like Tracy found her for us. Uh, and I was like, pass the buck. Okay, no, because they don't get a say. I swear he definitely gets a say. I would say he have to run it by other people. One hundred percent, there's a chain of command. But I'm sure this sways at the point where you could probably say no to certain things. Well, this lady, sure. Kitty Jones, right? She says she's been in hiding for three years, um, even different social media names, um, and she was put under shame. Right? Her parents found um, the parents found her of the of the of the other people there, <laughs> and they started hitting her up. 
and that's why she came out of hiding. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like they started, she started, they started sending her pictures of their kids and stuff like that, and they started reminding her of how she felt, even though she was like in her late twenties, early thirties when she's hooked up at home. Well, right? How old is she now? She's like thirty something years old. Oh, she's a big woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? But she said that the pictures that her, the parents of like these alleged like sex cult victims. Yeah. Were, um, the pictures of these kids were sent to her were sent to her by the parents like yo I heard that you know you were you there like help us out and that what bought her out of fucking hiding this is all R. Kelly's house this is house yo so now R. Kelly for real guy where he's peeing on girls and he's holding them hostage well she went hostage and peeing on a girl that's all the stuff that came out in the news right and then they had like a yeah, few people who sex cult or whatever thing that's going on over there. And she came out on some other news publications on mm-hmm. Rolling Stone, did a whole thing. But on Sway, she even dropped more bombs on the ass. She's like, homie has a reading problem, and she used to have to mm-hmm. fucking do all of his writing for him and all types of shit. And like, yeah, she wrote bump and grind. <laughs> 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 Get out of here, man. Get out of here with this. I wrote stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She goes, when she lived with them. He, he, um, sex slave oh. slash uh, songwriter. Oh no! Okay, sorry. Let me let me let me sex bring that. Well, he wasn't abusing me. We were writing hit records. Yeah. He had the reading problem. She said, and she noticed it when he, he had a lack of texting. You know what I mean? And finally, like, like he, he would like always put a voice message into the fucking t- in, instead of texting. You know what I mean? Like how WhatsApp, you know, you could just mm-hmm. do voice thing. So instead of texting, he would do that. And she, she said one day he opened up to her about it and told, I guess he was like, oh, maybe I can't read. Yeah. <laughs> he's well, like, a, wrote, like, he's like a musical women. genius. And it's like, this, this woman's like, and she wrote got sexual assault and she's bringing up the... How many, uh, how many famous people and he can't read and write? Listen, this is what she was saying in the Sway interview, okay? Yeah, and then the last yeah, thing... I think it turned out okay for him. Like, yeah, I, I think that's all right. I think he's all right. Like, there's a bunch of things that she said. But the last thing that she said is, like, he forced her to have sex with two other women, and then he peed on the two other women. <laughs> of course And you're surprised? We knew this already. Of course, I know. But, you know, people, and people saw the tape. You know what I'm saying? Is this real? You've never seen is this? Is she real? No, is oh. she real? Oh, is she? I was this woman right now. Yeah. Or the, the victims from before. No, no. Okay, what you're saying? People saw the tape. Where he tried to accuse his brother. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> talking about the OGs the, with the with the minors, right? Yeah. No, this right now. Oh, this is she said she. In her I know, I know, I know. I'm just saying, but like people know that this this is what he's capable. Of, so it doesn't surprise me that you know. We are talking about the Pied Piper here. <sighs> That's one angle, and I'm gonna play. Yes, sir. <laughs> Bars. I'm gonna play um, Pisser's advocate, okay? <laughs> she already knows about that, like we all know. Yeah. That he been he be out there pissing on chicks or his brother, allegedly. Okay. No, so, convicted. No, he got convicted. Huh? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, because that was like he, didn't heavy, he got convicted. But she's that that's her thing. She's like, yo. He had sex with all three of us, and then she witnessed him pee on the other two. But with all us knowing that he's the pee master, she could use that as like, yeah, yeah, I, I watched him pee on some chicks. And we're all going to fucking sit there and believe it. Is that a crime, though? Like, I, you know, I, mean, it's, it's, I don't know how many states, in 50 states. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think it's in all 50. I don't think you can charge someone for peeing on you. 
<laughs> Golden shower. Yo, she was I only like so. thirty something years old. Like what the fuck? She's a big woman, man. She's a big woman. No, but she did. She noticed in the story. Oh, she said she, she witnessed. She That's the guy made her forced her to have sex with the other two chicks, and then he witnessed. She, she witnessed him piss on the two other chicks, but she ain't get no pee on her. Oh, it's R. Kelly, man. You can get That's girls no problem. What's the deal with this stuff, man? Yeah, like, bro, you're R. Kelly. <laughs> Go to any club, stand there for 10 minutes, take not as many ten. girls as you're going to... Yeah, three minutes. Not even ten. Go yeah. back home. 10 minutes he's is got, too long. He's got a problem, man. Yeah, that, I'm saying, yeah. like, obviously, at this he has point, a problem. it's really bad. He's, he's yeah. a sick man. He needs, <laughs> he needs help. He needs to be in an institution. Yeah. I, I said this maybe three episodes ago. Motherfuckers have not gotten him the fuck out of here. Like, not in like a the public eye, like mm-hmm. um, the media eye. Like, nobody's like really giving this guy a case for real, for real. Like for the amount of well, shit that this like, guy. Like you said earlier, imagine social media was back during in his those times. Like, it's it's I'm probably way now. worse than we even know. Yo, he, up. way he worse. Married. He already broke the law back yeah. then. He married Aaliyah. Yeah, well, that was odd, man. That was very odd. Anyhow. So he's already been capable of this shit, like we said. We already mm-hmm. Also, I'm gonna let people know. Um, there was one thing that I that I picked up, and then we're gonna get out of here. Jay Jay um, Jermaine Dupri was on Drink Champs the other day. Did y'all see that? It no, was a, I didn't it was a fucking long episode. I but watched I seen two the hours, and then Noreen was too drunk, and I'm like, I'm <laughs> there was a fucking story that was tucked in there that was golden. He says. He had a party, an after party, after the Source Awards, where Shook got on the stage and was like, yo, if you want to stop people having people dancing in the videos, come to death row, that shit there. That moment. Mm. He said after the party, they were at the club, and then there was an after party that was at his house. Oh, the Diddy thing? Yeah, and they were (coughs) arguing, and Shook was just there with one of his brethren's, and Diddy was there with an entourage, and they were arguing inside the jam, and then they kept on arguing outside the parking lot. And then one of Shug's brethren, the brethren that Shug had with him, got shot and got killed. Mm-hmm. And that's what really escalated the East Coast, West Coast beef. Mm-hmm. That shit was never known. Like we've, I feel like we've had all the information that we can have mm-hmm. on the East Coast, West Coast beef for the amount of media that's been pushed at us. That. Nobody's ever fucking known about that. Mm-hmm. And that kind of went totally under the radar in like mm-hmm. the news. That like there was a big piece of the case that was never revealed they didn't ask like certain people though did you watch the last one they had the biggie one yeah with the friends and all that and they Mm -hmm. come up and they'd be like oh so no one ever interviewed you and he's like no (laughs) yeah (laughs) i was there the night of uh, they never talked to me (laughs) yeah Yeah. i think it adds to the conspiracy that they don't even want to find out who the killers were dude we don't know about jam master jay it was his his uh, one you don't know nothing that's Nuts, because there's so many witnesses. And cameras in the place. And the studio. You had to be buzzed in. Yeah, they're just on that stop snitching. Yeah, 100%. Like, which is dumb. This is your uh, mentor, a a friend, and you you let him 15 years, man? A legend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's brutal. Brutal. Yeah, Yeah, because I even seen Vlad start pushing back up videos of... uh, his son and stuff like that. Cause yeah. I, that's when I started seeing that this is taught again, like the whole jam math, because they made it a cold case. They, 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 they classified it um, today or maybe yesterday that it's a cold case. Oh. I think they're still trying to figure it out, no? They over it. Oh, yeah, that's brutal. So we're going to... Um, they over it. We're going to wrap it, it up. Bed. Yeah, we're going to put this one to bed. Um, let's get your social media. Let's find out what y'all are doing Pause. currently. 
And what y'all doing next? Start so, from the left? Yes, let's start from the left. DJ, look, 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 look. I'm with Grouch tomorrow. At, mm. uh, where are we getting? <laughs> Daniel. Uh, <laughs> oh, and Shortcuts there, too. Revival for Daniel's uh, hey, 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 release party. Yes, yeah, so Daniel. There's a lot of people. That's actually going to be a good party. Well, I'm going to be posting this in the morning. So people will be able to, the people who listen to it like right away, they'll be able to hear about that and take their ass down to the revival that's over there on Queen Street. Queen no, College. 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 Oh, that's the college. I'm thinking about Crawford. Right across from that area. area. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's like 483 College Street. Oh. Pulling out numbers for you. Yeah. number, but that's wow. an street. I'm like, you know, that's what happens when you rock numbers. stages around Toronto. Yeah, like, yeah. pulling out numbers. I does bars every once in a while. <laughs> the body DP drop in the soup. That's bad. Anyhow, um, but yeah, revival. Danny Yo party. That's gonna be sick. That's gonna be DJ Law, DJ Grouch, um, DJ Shortcuts. Gonna no be in the building. Yeah. Um, no, no boogie. boogie. Alumni. Uh, you know, we love hip hop and uh, alumni. Um, social media. Rich, are you Rich? Well, we'll, we'll, we'll go along Everything's the Everything's DJ Law 3000. All right, DJ Law 3000. <laughs> 3000. I can't be so wrong with that. It's actually going to be a brand now. It's actually going to be the year 3000 soon. So oh, it's, it's, you'll find way DJ. more stuff on me on 3000 now yeah. than you will just DJ Law. Oh, okay. yeah. wow. By the way, just quickly, remember the, the uh, RIP, the other DJ Law that died? From, um, oh, I knew about from, Yeah, I know, because it's like RIP DJ Law. I'm like, wait a second, is Law dead? Yo, <laughs> that's how I'm finding out. Beatminers had to confirm it. Really? Wow. Yeah. Was like, oh, I just talked to Law an hour ago. Really from he's Boston, good. right? No, this was this guy was Florida from Texas. yeah. Texas. He, was, he used to be like Missy's DJ or something. Yeah, was, yeah, then. yeah. He done some stuff. But that was really? trippy. A lot of people thought it was dead. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. And now there's a football guy. Really? Oh, another Law? Oh man. So now my hits go up. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it's on Netflix, so I seen that. Um, yeah, sorry. No, that's fine. I like that story. Rich, what you got coming up next or what you got coming up currently? Uh, the usual, man. It's all over the clubs. You know what I mean? Vibe 105. Mm-hmm. Um, real easy, man. Just follow me at DJ Ritz. And it's, you know, it's all there. I post a lot. You know, I spam it up a little. Dope, 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 dope. DJ Grouch. Yeah, Revival tomorrow. Um, Battle of the Beatmakers. What is uh, that? November 11th. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm there too. Uh, it's a light November. I'll just be teaching a lot. You know what I mean. So catch it, catch it teaching in the in the in the in the teaching style. Yeah, yeah. So uh, and then social media at DJ Grouch everywhere. Dope, 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 dope. Um, SARS Radio. Oh, ah. tell them the time to the SARS Radio uh, when that pops off, yo. Let people know SARS Radio's family. It's on MaximumFM.ca Saturdays six. To eight, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, six to eight, six to eight, and Sounds I'll be and I'll right. post the, the the flyer up there. You know what I mean? Shout out Trader Rhyme Animal. Yes, you know sir. What I mean? do, do, do. Um, Smokey the Bear. Yes, that's me. SSC underscore Hayhurst underscore PK on Instagram. That's the only platform I'm really on. Uh, you can also follow my other page, Way Hurts, if you want that. If you want that Way Protein, you know. But uh, episode 38 was lit. Thanks to the guests for coming through. Shout out the sponsors. You know the good stuff. Mm. Is that right a now. real size? I've never seen 
That's yeah, size of Starbucks. That is super yeah, Starbucks. That's not a Starbucks cup. Yeah, it's Starbucks. It's official. It's, uh, well, you know so what? what size I just want to reverse the word that? when I say it because I don't want to. They didn't give me a bag, so I can't be. So when you go in, they give you that cup or is that no, your no, cup? No, I, this is my cup. He bought it. Oh, okay. okay. And then I put my refill. I thought that's a new there. size they got. It is. It's a newer cup, no? No, but you can go in this one. It's called newer. Trenta. What? Trenta. It's one size up above Venti. That's crazy. That's a whole so like other story. extra, extra large or something. Um, so shout, out, like, shout out to people who actually leader. sponsor us. <laughs> yeah. So um, Six Socks. Shout out to Six Socks, Toronto, um, We Lo- um, Hip Hop Canada, Drugs. You know what I'm saying? Get yourself that drugs gear. We're going to be Canada giving away. Um, we're going to be giving away a T-shirt also um, f- when we do our get our giveaway. So when we get to 1,000 followers on Instagram. Okay, so follow our Instagram. That's at We Love Hip Hop Toronto. We're gonna give it. Yep, yep. Big old fucking crazy ass blunt with all kind of weed and shatter in it, and we'll be giving away some gear from. Drugs. Can anyone apply? Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gosh, gonna, uh, get put it up. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You you you're, you're already following our We Love Hip Hop Toronto, so you're y'all make sure to do that. All right. You know what I mean? Follow us at We Love Hip Hop Toronto. <laughs> um, <laughs> Get on our YouTube channel. <laughs> Get on our YouTube channel. YouTube.com slash We Love Hip Hop. Y'all know where to find me. Um, get on my website. That's Friday, a.k.a. Ricky Dread.com. D-R-E-D. Or. <laughs> we, had, we had that a.k.a. conversation before. Dead, but I don't know. No worry. I got this, guys. And get on all my social media platforms at Friday Ricky Dread. That's D-R-E-D. You know what I'm saying? That's Facebook every motherfucking thing. So, we're the world's most smoked out podcast. Yeah. We're pretty fucking stoned. I think, uh, I think yeah, we got to get ready to rule this next blunt, but then I just, like, I stopped. Hey, you know, it's good times. So, yo, world's most smoked out podcast, and we out. Thank you guys for coming through, man. Peace. Peace.